Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, or whatever randomness finds its way on in the recording. But let us get started. Well, hey, hey, friends. Welcome to another level of Laugh It Up Fuzzball. Zuh! That's right. You know what Zuh means. Or if you don't, you're just joining us. Hey, welcome. You're going to learn Zuh means friends. It's the way we say an S. An S is a Zuh sound, right? Laugh the Up Fuzzball Zuh. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, that means I'm joined by a friend or friends or co-hosts, and you heard you heard the tones of a co-host, none other than the Earl of Blueberry, Tapioca Benjamin Blueford Blue the Fourth. Hey, buddy. Oh, hello. But uh, tonight's recording is extra excited because it's not just the Earl. We are joined by none other than he of the yelling at me for not remember Rick Moranis' name. He of the, I get more comments about podcasts from him than anybody else. Dare I say super fan, super fan of the podcast, artist extraordinaire, my good buddy, Roman. Hi, Joe. Hey. Long time, long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, Wait, while I'm here, I want to get the record straight. I am not constantly yelling at you about Rick Moranis. <laughs> well, well, you're not constantly like, yelling at me about anything because we're no longer skippers together. But, but yeah, yeah. You, I, but we many a time you were like, man, I can't. I yell at you in my car. <laughs> then he had to tell me about the, listener, the listeners are wondering. Huh? Is like, no, I told yeah, I told you one or two stories about yeah, I was in my car. Then you said my name and I got excited. <laughs> And then you're forgetting Rick Moranis' name. I told you, oh, yeah, it's Rick Moranis. I said, oh, it's Rick Moranis. And then from then on, every time you forget someone's name, it's like, oh, I hope Roman's not yelling at me through the radio. (laughs) Well, I mean, your your character grows and grows and grows as we're uh, – you know what I mean? I, I. I don't think I ever proclaimed that uh, the the personalities and things that happen here on the podcast are 100 uh, percent accurate, <laughs> the accurate to real life. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like hearing my name on the radio. It's fun. <laughs> oh, nice. I mean, my favorite thing is I like to imagine like people uh, thinking of like me, Blue and uh, Danny, the, the Marshall disagreeing and like on on the podcast. We actually like have a really great discourse when we disagree, whereas like in real life, sometimes it's just like, no, that dog don't hunt. Fuck you. And it's over. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and, and there are times where we have arguments where we're just like, nope, nope, no, okay, nope, 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 not happening. And it's, it's just much different when it hits the airwaves. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But we have fun. But, That's uh, the point, right? Yeah. We have fun. We do, and I'm so I'm so happy. I've been I've been telling Roman for at least a year or two that he should come on the podcast and talk about something. I'm like, buddy, if you got the yeah. thing that you want to talk about, you let me know. And it was always like, yeah, 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 uh, very noncommittal. <laughs> uh, but finally, like for the pandemic too. <laughs> yeah, finally a thing came about where Roman <laughs> agreed to join us, uh, and that was. N- None other than the marshal uh, of the Greater Fuzzball mm-hmm. Territories, Danny the Deuce, posting a top 25 best anime series of all time from uh, IGN. I don't know what IGN stands for, but it's one of the news sites. <laughs> and it's it was his expressed um, want to get a reaction out of me initially, which it did. Yeah. 
and then when Roman also had um, a reaction, I was like, "Yo, put us together. Let's go." <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. Blue said, right? We need to have you on there to talk anime with me. And I'm like, hell of an idea. Let's <laughs> hell do it. Hell of an idea. Indeed. Because uh, Roman is into a lot of things. I talk geeky with him. I, I won't say on the regular, but we try. We communicate. We stay, we stay in yeah. touch. We KIT, as you kids say, back in 1990. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, like anime is not only something that uh, – that Roman loves, like, uh, if you're unaware, several of the designs on the tpublic.com slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball is a user in there in the middle. But anyways, are, are by him, he's an artist. Another one of my freaking friends who also happens to be an artist. And a really good one, too. <laughs> he's a very oh. good artist. He's very fast. He works well on the toilet. And uh, <laughs> that's because one of the designs he did for me was like 10 minutes on the toilet. And it's one of my favorite things he's made me. In fact, I'll probably get it tattooed on my body someday. Uh, but yeah, uh, he uh, he does a lot of anime art, including what was the last con that you went to and, and sold your wares? I was at Anime Expo. And actually, yeah, so when I when Danny posted his list on the Laugh It Up, the Laugh It Up Fuzzball page, I was literally in the middle uh, of Anime Expo. And I was like, oh, I was wow. Looking at it, I was like, oh, no. Oh no! I shouldn't say anything about this because I'm surrounded by people that will hate me for looking at this. <laughs> like, yeah, only you could have gotten every single human at Anime Expo <laughs> to subscribe to the podcast. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, that would have been yeah. pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I feel so like I'm, gonna, I'm putting a target on my back just being here talking about this. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. I mean, so, so why why is that? Why do you feel that way? I don't know from my so I've been yeah I've been a fan of anime all pretty much my whole life and from my experience like anime fans are the most divisive fan base out of most of them like you think it's only recently like the Star Wars fan base got ugly with like right. certain opinions the anime fan base has been like that for 30 years oh yeah very and, <laughs> and you you tell someone this very anime true. is better than the other one they're gonna start a fight literally yep like a, like so a real a, fight, like actual like Dragon yeah. Ball Z fight, or just like they they will oh, yeah, they'll throw down swords and go down, yeah, yeah. See blue nose. <laughs> exactly, it's true. I've seen it happen mm-hmm. back in the days I mean, when I, I used to I have guess... people at uh, uh, AX. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, did you did you do pretty well at AX, Roman? Oh yeah, you know. Oh him, yeah. Oh me. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I did. I, I did real good. At Make a lot of money. I. I usually do. I was mainly there helping out a friend's up with their table. So I, but I had my own, like a little, like a few keychains. I mean, okay. It was okay. pretty much it. It was a chill weekend. I that heard was, it was really bad. It was from, luckily, yeah, I was at a table. I was in the artist alley the majority of the time. So I was sitting down, but from every time I had to get up and like explore, it was wall to wall, like people, like there's no oh. getting around most of the time. Ugh. That's crazy. Well, I, I told you, Roman, the next time you're at a con with your own table, that I will sit with you for a whole day <laughs> in the Wookiee costume just to drive people to the table. <laughs> That's a standing. I'm serious. I think that could be really funny. I'll just I'll pass out uh pass out business cards to the podcast. I would pay for your badge just because I want to see you at an anime convention. <laughs> just sitting at the table people are like why do you have a wookie you're like it got you over here didn't it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah for reals <laughs> you're, you're here like i'm pretty sure the guy's passed out in the suit like he's hot but, uh, but he's here and <laughs> look at my wares 
And so, funny enough, you wouldn't be the craziest dressed person there. Oh yeah, I'm sure. That is for sure. I'm sure. All right. Well, should we uh, should we get into this? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So I think the I think the way to start is uh, you know this podcast exists because of this uh, this article from IGN. Uh, which had 25 different anime on it that they ranked from a 25 down to one. I don't know that we need to go through each individual thing, uh, but just some thoughts. I mean, I can start us off. It's 25 anime. I'm just full admission right from go. I'm writing the coattails of Roman and Blue here. I'm not the hugest anime guy. I've been like on the podcast. I don't dislike it. It's just not one of my one of my things that I dive deep into. So I don't have a lot of like educated opinion and and nor have i seen most of these things i think i told blue what was it like nine that i'd heard of and like five that i'd actually seen yeah i believe something so. like One that i had you watch. and there's some that I, yeah yeah and a, a lot of anime that i have watched is because of my friendship with blue where he's been like oh bro you got to check this out so uh, I think I have like one thing later on to talk about that might surprise Blue. Like, really, you watch that? And I'll be like, yeah, I'm not so proud, but I did. Ooh, I'm I'm ready. I'm excited. Oh, I'm but yeah, so now. so while while I am one of the hosts of the podcast, this definitely is a, a co-host Blue heavy episode with Roman. Roman chiming in, and I'll I'll, I'll pipe in here and there. But uh, I am I'm almost just as much a listener as you are, dear listener for this i'm just here to enjoy some geeky anime talk it's about time that we had an episode on the on the podcast i'm glad that uh, an article the sheriff put or the marshal put up got, got us here and uh let's enjoy so yeah i uh i disagree with the list wholeheartedly because i don't know <laughs> don't know at most of this <laughs> all right That's which one you wants to go first roman let's hear from you like i'm really interested in seeing what you got to say about this thing oh what do you want to know well, I mean, um, one, like, let's start off with the, with the biggest one. What do you think about this list? Do you agree with it? Like, what are your feelings? Uh, yeah, so generally I avoid, like, whenever I see things like this, like, top top anime, whatever, just because, like, I already animate to me is, like, such a broad term. And so, like, there's so many shows, there's so many movies, it's impossible to, like, contain anime into, like, a certain list, let alone 25 of them. And uh but then, like, out of curiosity, I clicked on it, and I was scrolling through them just to, to see what it was like. And I noticed, so the rubric that IGN, which is mostly a gaming site, uh, the way they they picked these animes was by three things. is Does it make a mark on culture in a meaningful way? Does it influence the industry? And do they like them? So I, was, okay. I, just, I read that. I was like, okay, cool. And then I'm scrolling through all the shows that they pick, and I'm like, oh, these are all the same. Oh, they're all the same. Okay, one that's not the same. And I, I got the impression that whoever picked the, the ones that pick these, that put this list together, like they're either in their early to late 20s or they ch- and they just discovered anime. And I have a feeling they're mostly men. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely <laughs> yeah. agree with you on that. So that my, was, yeah, uh, my, yeah. Yeah. My issue is like most of these, most of these shows, they're, they're shown in anime. Yeah. With the exception of number 16, <laughs> yeah. which I feel like. They put it on there. I need I need you to explain that for me, Roman. When you say shonen anime, so shonen anime is and Blue, correct me if I'm wrong if I yeah explain this. So shonen anime is usually it's the most popular type of anime. Uh, it's usually it's considered like it's young boy anime. It would be yeah what most like young teenage to uh, young adult Japanese boys would be watching. Like it's usually the action animes just. Pretty much all of them. Yeah. Uh, your, your power scalers. Your power scalers. Yeah. 
the whole like and and by power scaling i mean like you know dragon ball z style you know the character oh i i need to get stronger to fight this next enemy and then so on and so forth so you're always like scaling it up scaling it up um i mean in recent years they've gotten better but that that's the general gist of like what the shonen genre kind of offers okay so what what other genres are there Oh man, I'll be talking about a couple of them. Like you've got Bishojo. Uh, Bishojo is like a pretty girl anime um, where you have uh, it's more geared towards girls um, or female presenting, you know. And um, it it has more drama, uh, I guess you could say. Uh, at least most of the ones that I've always seen have more drama. What do you think, Roman? Uh, yeah, no, I mean like yeah, Bishojo would be like Sailor Moon, Card Captor Saga, okay. those like cutesy. Yeah, those would be the animes like geared towards young young girls. Like, and again, it varies. There, like, I so there's a there's a genre of anime for everybody. Like, mine personally, I don't watch a lot of shonen myself. My I usually gravitate to like romantic comedies. Like, those are usually my jam. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And is that in the type that Blue was just talking about? Yeah. Well, like rom coms, generally like they can be watched by like pretty much everyone. I'm trying to think of a good example. What do you? Say, yeah, there's not there's not a lot of um uh I mean uh some of the rom-coms have like um like tropes to them as well but they're not really yeah. like a, like a, a full genre like a special name genre rom-coms are just they're rom-coms like you have romantic uh, well. yeah exactly you have the uh the slice of life versions you got like high yeah. fantasy you got you know punk you've got your your sci-fi there's all sorts of different kinds oh, no uh, i mean i'm looking it's literally rom-com is a type of anime well yeah that's what i'm saying but it's it's not that just to like answer <laughs> no it's that's why like rom-com is a type of anime but then under that there's so many sub subgenres. there's yeah, genres exactly. that go into rom-com that's why it's okay. really hard to put a list of like top animes without pissing off somebody because like it's so broad it's so diverse there's no way you could restrict it all to a list. So when I look okay. at this list of 25, it's all pretty much this generally the same kind of anime, with like a few exceptions. So it's like a top 25 shonen anime is what you're saying? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. And what okay. upset me is that they call it the top 25 of all time. Also, yeah. That's... Which very... That, that enraged me. I mean, well, there there is a world, you know, to be to be fair, when they put out these articles, the entire point is clicking and knowing like yeah. how contentious like any ranking of anime is. They're literally yeah. like driving their clicks just by having the audacity to do it. Right. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. This, this article is clickbait. And I actually looked at it. And so the article is actually it was posted in September 20, 2022. But then I looked, and it was updated June 30th, 2023, the uh-huh. day before Anime Expo started. Ah. Uh-huh. So for sure, someone at IGN knew, knew when to post this up. And then, so, because people would be going online looking at the Anime Expo, and this article would definitely pop up. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. So what other, what other thoughts did you have about the list, other than uh, the, the new-to-anime boyishness of it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Lou, do you want to start? Oh, um, I mean, so Roman covered it pretty well. It's like um, there isn't a lot of variation in the type of show that they have here. Um, like he said, except with the uh, with the exception of Oran High School Host Club, which was uh, number 16. Uh, a, a lot of these are just very much geared towards the younger dude, um, which I am sure made a lot of people mad. I haven't looked at the comments yet, but... 
I kind of don't want to look at that dumpster fire. <laughs> like, I really don't want to go down there and see. And now don't get don't get us wrong. There are a lot on here uh, looking at you, Death Note, that, that don't belong. But there are also um, a lot on here that very much do. Like, yeah. uh, you know, Yu Yu Hakusho, I would definitely like yeah top 10 easy love Yu Yu Hakusho and then to for like in the newer vein like a Demon Slayer love Demon Slayer you know there's a um a lot of really good ones in this but at the same time best of all time best of all time yeah maybe maybe not maybe not it it just really uh it really depends on who's watching and but that's the that's the great thing about anime right is that you have so much diversity amongst the types of stories and stuff that are coming out that you can really pick and choose and there's so much there's so many differences even within every single like genre like you can really like hone down stuff that you like personally so uh uh-huh. Okay, I mean, like, I was looking at the list, and, like, some of them I know because you've mentioned them. Actually, in the, the Diversiverse episode that we did that didn't get recorded, two of these shows were actually mentioned. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Which I thought was interesting. And then, like, the when the FLCL, the Fooly Cooley, I was like, what the F is that? And then I, like, looked at it. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember those knuckleheads talking about it at Casa de Blue. They were yeah. totally <laughs> talking about this show. And Blue was like, you might be into it. And I was like, okay. And then that was, like, as far as I got, so... <laughs> Yeah, and then it's like it's only six episodes. Yeah, I like literally yeah. went down. So I was like, my kiddos are into anime. I was like, which of these? Since I recently saw them in Oregon and we talked to anime, do they are they into? And literally, the only one on this list that that my boy or my daughter talked about were Hunter Hunter, and they were like, yeah, we we like watched that when we first got in anime, but we've moved past that. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. and of course, Demon Slayer, they're crazy into so. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, if you're if you're talking about the Utes, the the 10 to 14, you know, white kids who live in Oregon, uh, <laughs> uh, only only two of the shows make their make their mention. <laughs> so I think my hero, of course, they've watched that too. But anyways, yeah. yeah. But what yeah, else? What, my sorry. Oh no! What I was gonna say? What else you got? Uh, so I don't know. My thing is, yeah, like the fact that it's, it's called an, the top 25 anime of all time. A lot of these shows are really like some of these are classic shows. They belong on the list and they've they've stood the test of time. Like they've lasted 20 years. It's people are s- still talking about it. And then, yeah, a lot of them, though, are like relatively new and rel And yeah, they definitely speak to a newer audience. It's like, yeah, it was really hard for me to like reconcile. Like, OK, that belongs in the list, but that's a good anime now. But will it still be a good anime in 15 years? Yeah. And, yeah. And, like, yeah. I mean, I, some of them, I read the. But no go some of them what I don't know some of them like I don't know I just feel like some of them need to be ranked they deserve to be ranked way higher than what the IGN put them at yes. for example okay Dragon Ball Z yes like that is definitively ask any anime fan like that even if they don't like the show there's like there's no way you could debate the influence of Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z in the anime in the anime like culture and like oh, yeah. they put it at 23 out of 25. <laughs> Which is so garbage. Like, are you it's kidding? Insulting. Yeah, it's very insulting. Yeah. Even even I know of that anime. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, there are people who don't even watch anime. They still know Dragon Ball Z. And like, if that doesn't tell you how influential that is, like, that's crazy. Okay. Any uh, any like other? Death Note out. Death Note outranks Dragon Ball Z. That's 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 weird. yeah. Garbage. 
total garbage. Well, I thought my hero was was pretty low on the list. And as much as I've heard Blue talk about Trigun, I figured that was probably pretty low too. Oh, that's way too low. Oh, and they're not even you. talking about they're not even talking about the new the newest Trigun. They're talking about like Stampede. the classic, you know? Yeah. And my goodness, are you kidding me? The original one was like I've I've probably watched because I own it. I've probably watched that anime like at least 40 times from beginning to start. All 24, 26 episodes. Goodness gracious, yeah. it's freaking ridiculous. I, I used to watch it all the time when I was animating because it had such great animation. I just sit there yeah. and watch scene by scene and just animate to it. So it's, it's really good. It does not deserve to be number 25 out of 25. Yeah, that's why okay. I feel like whoever put this list together, like they got to be young. Because either they don't remember how impactful Dragon Ball Z is, they don't remember the original Trigon. Yeah. Or, like, have a good memory of it, because I don't know. That's fair. It's super fair. <laughs> okay. I mean, I went through, like, and read the descriptions of every single one, because honestly, like, I only knew, like, nine of the... Nine, I was even aware of, like, nine of them, and then with Fooly Cooly, like, I guess that makes it ten. And I was like, am I... So the to me, the purpose of this list should be, you give me the list, and after I read it, I check something out. You know what I mean? That should be yeah. the entire point. You're saying these are the best and then, you know, hopefully influencing people to get into something that you like, right? Through your reach, through your connection. So I was like, is there anything on this? A Devilman Crybaby is just such a wacky name. I get it's a translation. <laughs> oh, I was I don't, like, don't watch it. Huh? Oh. Don't do it. You you would not I was like, like it. I was like, 10 episodes. This might be weird. Uh, it is weird. <laughs> and then Monster. Monster piqued my interest, too. Joe, you would love Monster. I will I will have an entire conversation with you about that one because <laughs> monsters so freaking good. So yeah, like that's I was like, okay, like you did your job where I'm like interested in two, but the real truth is I probably don't have time to watch any of them. So sorry, I guess you know what I mean. I'm no, just gonna yeah, be proud of myself fair. that I've seen some of them and and tell you that Cowboy Bebop should probably be number one. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 I agree with. Like that for sure. That would be my number one. That's what I believe deserves to be on the top of this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this list? Yeah, probably. Yeah. That one. Hold on. I'm still looking. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I, because of, of me liking Cowboy Bebop, that's where how I know about Trigun. Because Blue's like, oh, if you like Cowboy cool. Bebop, yeah. let me teach you about Trigun. Mm -hmm. So I just I've ne I haven't gotten to it. But that one definitely, you know, someday, you know. Give it time and opportunity. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if uh, if the young ones get an anime like the mid middle ones, it'll definitely happen because I watch a lot of things with them that they're interested in. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming off the heels of just being excited today that Shawnee wanted to watch some Blues Clues with Josh again. Been a while Aww. since I followed my favorite blue puppy. <laughs> That's cute. So I said I record with my favorite blue puppy. <laughs> Isn't that right, Blue? Yeah. <laughs> All right. What uh, who? What else you got? Roman Blue. I mean, there's definitely shows on here I've never like I've heard of, but I've never watched or like I don't have. Like, yeah, I can't form a strong opinion. Like Monster. Yeah, I've heard of Monster. I never got around to like watching that, but I've heard good things. Yeah, I know. It's one of a good one. again. I'm a rom com guy. I can't, if there's no if there's no cute no. anime girls in there, I'm not gonna probably yeah. not gonna watch it. No, definitely not. <laughs> it's not one of those. What about Haikyuu? Uh, have you watched that one? I've never seen that one. I've heard no. of it like a billion times, but it's not. I've I'm not into the sports of, stuff. Yeah, I've heard of it, and I was like, 
I was aware of it as the anime zeitgeist when it like first dropped. My sister's like a hardcore. Like she's she's into volleyball, so she got into it. So like I'll see it from time to time. I'm not a sports anime person though. Yeah, like, it's yeah. really it's really hard for me to get into like a sports anime. Same. So, but heard good things. So that's why I can't really argue where it places on this list. <laughs> yeah, Blue, I, I gotta say, Samurai Champloo, like knowing that that's like the the second stab after Cowboy Bebop, I was like, damn, Blue's talked about this one too. I should probably oh, check yeah. it out. So yeah. good. You yeah. should. It's a for a period piece. It's really really good. And then on top of that, like um, soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack. So oh, yes. Yeah, and then oh. I think uh, Neon Neon Genesis Evangelion, like uh, Jack Talk, and uh, <laughs> our friend Nick talked about that one a lot. I think uh, James talked about that one too. So, oh yeah, that one Evan- is Evangelion, however you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked your first pronunciation. Right, that's right. Like, no, I, I like the uh, you know Evangelion. That's what happened in the Chronicles of Narnia <laughs> when. Uh, when you know Aslan was like, "Don't cite the dark magic to me." I was there when it was written. He's like an Evangelion, right? Yes. Come with me. Is. Yeah. Oh, and instead, gonna, it's like neon, and it's it's telling you the be beginning true. stories. It's literally it's like a neon Aslan is like, "Let me tell you about the beginnings of the dark magic." Genesis. Right. I'm writing that down right yes. now. Like <laughs> Evangelion. Yeah, the Evangelion, the Neon Evangelion. And you got to take it to AX. People are going to be so mad. It's so perfect. It's so perfect. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe instead of going as a Wookiee, I'll go as the Neon Evangelion. We've heard the good news. Like, why, why are you a purple and green lion? No, I'm Evangelion. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Neon Evangelion. You want to talk about Genesis? Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, yeah. That definitely is one of, like, the animes. You talk about anime, you talk about Evangelion. There you go. Yeah. And, <laughs> that one, uh, too. That one was, it was so influential. I know around um, my time, like, people were constantly talking about it when I was in high school, like, all the time. Everybody yeah. was like, what do you think this means? And they were, like, dissecting it and... I was like, you're in high school. Shut up. Listen, watch the show. God, I don't want to have to think about all this crap. And they're like, no, you really got to like consider the ramifications. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to draw my pretty pictures and I'm going to be happy about it. Thank you. Okay. So I have to ask a question and I've, I've sort of already asked this to Roman, but uh, indulge me for a second. It's a list of anime and I think top 25, I think of popular, right? So where is the Pokemon? Where is the Voltron? Where is the Avatar The Last Airbender? Uh, Where is the Sailor Moon? You know what I mean? I agree. The the fact that Sailor Moon is not on this list is an atrocity. It it is disrespectful to the max. Sailor Moon, like, ran so that other things could walk. Like, Uh Sailor Moon is incredible and a genre leader like Bishoujo uh it, it was a, a little bit of a mix i would say like Bishoujo Sentai like the whole nine cuz they were girls they're magical girls but they set up the whole magical girl genre i mean yeah. like holy crap you you want to talk about influential if if you can set up an entire genre by yourself like yeah. come on okay so i'm not like, off base being like where where's sailor moon on the list i don't know like Oh, no. Personally, okay. Sailor Moon belongs on Like, I remember when... I'm old enough to remember when anime, like, was first becoming a thing here in, in America. Like, 
I remember the only way you could get anime at all was I had to go. We had to go to a comic book place, a comic our comic book store. The only anime they had, they didn't even have manga. They just had VHS copies of anime dubs. Yup. Yeah, and in Fullerton there was a place. Yeah, those are the only places you can find anything anime. And the first animes that they had were the whole the the set of Sailor Moon VHSs. And I remember they were like a bright pink ass yeah. VHS cover. <laughs> and Ranma one half. And like those are like probably the first two oh, animes I ever man. Seen. I gotta I gotta rewatch Ranma. That was so good. So, yeah. Like the Yeah, so that yeah, Sailor Moon and Ramen one half definitely should be on a list. If not not this yes. list probably because this is trash. Yeah. But if you're talking about most influential and animes of all time, yeah, definitely Sailor Moon and Ranma one half. Pokemon for sure. Oh yeah. And like something I'm surprised didn't make on this list. Any Gundam series. Oh my gosh. Okay. So true. Right? Like, what the heck? Not and even not MS, the, not not Wing, not, not nothing. Wing. Like, there's Jillian Gundam series. Like, not a single one of them make this list. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Okay. So, Roman, you were sort of telling me. So, I asked, like, to me, like, if you say, like, top, if I'm going to do, like, my top five anime, uh, before I talk yeah. to you, I would have thrown Avatar on there. But you did have an explanation mm. for me of, like, Avatar is anime and why that why that makes sense but doesn't. Do you want to talk on that for a moment? Well, okay. That's that's a loaded question. So, Avatar, okay, well, sorry. <laughs> really? It really uh, is, but in yeah, a good way. It's a good is. thing it's to, like, talk way. about. Yeah. So, Avatar is, it was. You could argue it's probably the first in like this generation of new few shows. They're like hardcore anime fans wouldn't cons- won't call it anime because it's not made in Japan. Avatar okay. was one of those first series that was anime influenced. I think you could, it was like there's for that it was like totally spies. I think, but like these were shows yep. that were produced in either America or outside of Japan, and then and released to to like yeah Western audience. But it has that heavy anime style. And a lot okay. of people will, a lot of people po- use Avatar as like, yeah, let's say, and I would, I could, I would consider it anime just off the style, the way it's, it's storytelling, like it's pure anime, but mm-hmm. people won't call it, yeah, some fans, yeah, some fans won't call it anime just because it wasn't made in America, it wasn't made in Japan. Yeah. Okay. But, so, but, like, but, yeah, there's but a lot of anime is made shows. in Korea too, yeah? Yeah. Okay. And that's, that relative, that's relative, and even that's relatively new. Like with that, the last, that is also relatively new. 20 years or so that's when okay because i know a lot of the in-betweens for um avatar came out of korea as well like they they had most of the um the key animations done here and then a lot of the in-betweens were done in korea Mm -hmm. okay just because the art form begins in japan there's purists that say it only counts if it comes from there yeah pretty much yeah okay but then I had the I had the good when I was so I studied animation at Fullerton and like we would have guest speakers and the creators of Avatar came over and they they came over for a special event they were talking about how influential anime was to Avatar. Okay. And like, oh yeah. So like yeah so like you can't and it's really hard to say oh this is an anime when like there's so much of anime that inspired the creators to make it anime. Okay, because like there's a there's a whole I don't know what you would call it if you don't call it anime. Uh, but like you know, oh, lots and lots of shows nowadays which are follow that Avatar trend, oh, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. there were great a bunch of shows when when it first came out um, that followed that whole that whole like style and and stuff. So we're we're talking like when they reloaded the uh, the Thundercats show that 
first yeah. Thundercats reboot was so freaking good, and it was in the same thing. Unfortunately, you know, you had a lot of um, what would you say, like um, political BS in in the actual company itself, right? Like you had Cartoon Network execs making bad decisions and such, but. Uh, the the fact of the matter is is that a lot of the animation that was going into it was inspired by Japan. Hell, even if if we're really gonna like look at that, the original Thundercats had a lot of infor- inspiration oh, yeah. from from Japan. Like it, it only made sense that it would like level up into that other into that other show that came out <laughs> on Cartoon Network. It was incredible. Like a lot of those old shows uh silverhawks uh thundercats um tiger sharks like all of that stuff okay yeah and then like does pokemon count as anime yes oh for okay sure. okay <laughs> they have their own I mean, japanese voice that, cast and the whole line and yeah yeah that's after dragon ball but you know i, I remember like that was kicking off and becoming huge as i was aging out of watching any sort of animation mm-hmm so okay, yeah, but, I just, so yeah. does Pokemon deserve like a, a mention because it's definitely influential. It's still hooking generations. You know what I mean? Yeah, I say definitely. Like Pokemon belongs on a list like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Because like the the beauty of of Pokemon is that Pokemon came out when I was little, right? So in my formative years, we had Pokemon, and I was like, sweet. Like I know what my favorites are, and you have it through every single generation. So even with the kids now who are just discovering it on their Switches and stuff like that, you know, they're finding out, oh, this is my favorite Pokemon, that's my favorite Pokemon. And when they look at their parents and go, you know, Daddy, Daddy, do you you have a favorite Pokemon? The chances are, yeah, yeah, I do. It's this one. And they're like, what's that one? And it's like, it's from the Kanto region, you know? So I I do, it's Squirtle. Yeah, mine too. (laughs) Yeah, I love that guy. Love Squirtle. My starter was always Charmander. Nice, Jason's too, my brother. Bye, Lizzie. Uh, yeah. Pokemon, like that's yeah, definitely one of the more definitely influential because it's it says something when the same character has been the same age for like thirty years, <laughs> and when he finally wins the Pokemon World Championship, everyone still gives a shit. Exactly. <laughs> I just gives a shit. It makes headlines like Ash Ketchum finally wins the Pokemon Championship. Like he's a cartoon character, but yeah. Exactly. I didn't know that he won, so good yeah, for he him. Finally oh, sorry, won. spoilers. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry if you found out like me, but I'm happy. Sorry. Did he at least win using Pokemon, the Pikachu? Oh yeah. I okay. mean, he okay. had he had Pikachu. He always okay. that's like his signature. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, Pico, I, would, I would argue like Pokemon is the reason. Like that was probably like what the main reasons anime got as big as it did in at its time. Oh yeah. Okay. Between. Pokemon, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor what else? You had Sailor Moon, you had... Cardcaptor Sakura came out around that time, too, here. It did. Um, yeah. Golly, what else came out? Yu Yu Hakusho, Inuyasha. Um, Inuyasha. Yeah, Inuyasha was a real big one. Gundam Wing, pretty much anything on the Toonami block. Yeah, essentially. And then... Like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just a lot. <laughs> a lot of really <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, like to me, like I'm not the the biggest anime guy, but if I can like, you know, as the the novice that I am, be like, what about this? Why not? Like, you sort of miss the mark if like I can even call out something because it's reached me. Like if it's reached me, it probably is pretty big. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I do. I do know some more obscure stuff uh, like solo leveling from like blue, you know? 
but well, love solo it, that's getting out. yeah that anime is coming out soon oh yeah I've, I've told a bunch of people i'm like when it comes out you can be on the ground floor with us <laughs> so, I'm watch it. Like, yeah yeah i was definitely feeling that like there was a there was an excitement for that at anime expo like they were doing some heavy promo on that oh good like, i know that oh, one nice. um, yeah I don't know that webtoon, so like that's definitely gonna go nice. places. <laughs> I mean, we I talked a little bit at work with some people that are into anime, and one of the girls was like, "Well, what are you putting on the list that's not on there?" And I was like, "Honestly, it's the one anime that all you anime fucks talk about, whether you like it or hate it, and it's Shokugeki no Somo." freaking food wars oh like why is that number not number 25 on the list whether you hate it or love it you all talk about it all the freaking time the freaking orgasm food show i do every single show i've cooked you meals from that show i know i have eaten orgasm food but like every every anime person i've ever known talks about this has an opinion about it and it's not on the list it should be on the list <laughs> just saying that but she was that laughing like show. that she was like, I, she's like i hate you so much she's like but i don't disagree <laughs> i don't disagree I was like, this should have been the first i'm so surprised you know <laughs> oh dude i i made him food from the show like i, I know about this show because Blue was telling me how weird anime is, and I was like, give yeah. an example. And then that, he taught me all about Food Wars. And I was like, that. oh my god, this exists? <laughs> and then oh, Blue's man. like, the best yeah. part is, you can watch the episode and make delicious food. Like the food you're That's eating true. right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the food, the, what was it, the, the egg rice? Yep. That was the first thing I tried cooking for Nacho. Yup, same. Oh, man. Yeah, so just saying, like, everybody talks about it, and if it, if it's on the lips of all of you, whether you love it or hate it, like, it deserves, deserves, deserves a place at the table. Yeah, you are absolutely right. So, yeah. More, more than Death Note, I will say that. More than fucking Death Note. Yeah, way more than Death Note. Yeah. Well, I, I love the blues, like, if you like Death Note, you're suspect to him. Yeah. You are very <laughs> sus to me. Yeah. Well, Death Note's one of those, it's an interesting, it's a good manga, I will say. It's a good comic. Mm-hmm. The anime. Yeah. I can't get behind like seeing everything from the bad guy's perspective. It just it makes yeah. me feel bad. Like I felt I felt really bad continuing to watch after the first couple episodes. I was like, this is okay. really making me feel bad. And then I had to binge it all in one shot because otherwise I never would have gotten back to it. Like it never would have happened. But I yeah. told friends that I was gonna watch it, and so I did. And I was when I got back to them at, at in college, I was like, yo that was rough and they were like oh you didn't like it i was like it sucked man <laughs> i hated it. Uh, after yeah. episode three i was very like taken out and very mad throughout the whole thing and they were like that's because you're goody two shoes and i was like and that tells me all i need to know about you guys i'm out <laughs> <laughs> no so the re so the theory i have why death note got big as as it did at the time mm-hmm. it was like it was in the middle or like to the tail end of the emo yeah age so like there was an audio okay. for that kind of story. <laughs> That's fair. That makes sense. Well, like my, you had all the I, I only know, Benjamin kids. <laughs> yeah, me and Blue watched the Netflix movie adaptation of it. Oh, that's, all, that's all I know yeah, about bad. it. But I didn't hate the movie because I had no source material ah. to be mad about. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
And Willem Dafoe as the freaking demon guy was pretty dope. You know, that was a good part, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was like, okay, I'm interested. And Blue's like, <laughs> we're mad at you, but yeah. Uh, and then uh, The Simpsons did a really great freaking uh, homage like episode on the Treehouse of Horror. Really? And uh, yeah, yeah, they did. It's pretty cute. I didn't know that. And have, having it watched is. the movie, I knew enough about Death Note to know that it was pretty cool. Neat. It's even done in the anime style. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah, and it's, it's really good. It's, good it's Lisa in the book. Ah, yeah. got it. So, and I think when they end, the uh, the people may have the same opinion about Death Note as you, Blue. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Do we have anything more to say about this IGN list before we move on? Ah, uh, I'm ready. I'm trying to think, like, oh, man. Yeah, I think the only surprise on this list was, yeah, or in high school, if it was close. Yeah, that was a big surprise. Like, it's the only, yeah, it's the only romantic comedy sh- show on here i'm like yeah that seems like a random pick mm-hmm. it's not even the best of them roman yeah it's a good show i like it but like, yeah if you're it's a it's an odd thing to put with the rest of these shows it, it, it's, it's definitely like maybe, the black sheep of the of the shows here yeah maybe they realized that their entire list was like saber rattling like dick competition so they found the one female yeah. staffer like in the <laughs> thing and we're like hey what anime do you like and she was like oh blah, blah, blah. and they were like yeah that's number 16 we'll just throw maybe. it in there yeah it kind of seems like with the one the position that it's in and two a very specific like I, I find it oddly specific a, a choice from the Bishojo line. Like somebody in the room was definitely like, oh gosh, it's a sausage fest on this thing. Well, what do I do? <laughs> maybe maybe they went into the break room and they were like, Evangelion, absolve us. And he was like, put order on high school host club on. You shall be forgiven. And they're like, thanks, Evangelion. <laughs> He's like, tomorrow we begin Exodus. There you go. <laughs> All hail the Evangelion. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, always, you always wonder the thumbnail images that they pick for a, a show, too. It's <laughs> definitely a different image than all the others. Yep. Yeah. It's not only bright pink with pretty boys. and. <laughs> yeah. It's a, well, I mean, it's a completely different genre, so absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I... I would say what band it makes me think of, but I don't want their army to come harass our podcast, so <laughs> I will abstain. <laughs> there you go. Are you crazy? Don't bring even even Evangelia knows you don't talk about that. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm more worried about the J-pop fans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so when when we brought the whole idea to Rome, and he's like, "Yeah, we'll talk about that list, but why don't we just like each do our own like top five, which uh, sounds like an easy proposition at first, at least for me. But then we're like, "What are we doing? Are we doing TV? Are we doing movies? Are we doing this? Are we doing that?" Or we're like, "Oh God!" And even I was like, "Wow, there's a lot of stuff, and I don't even watch that much." Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and I don't even know that we came to a, a chord over what what it was gonna be. Nah. <laughs> I can't. I didn't even basically, stick to five. Uh, I said like three to five. I can't stick to just five. Yeah. I think I, I think I have like eight on my list. Uh, oh, I have. Like but seven, twelve. Yeah. Well, that, I mean that me, me having eight is pretty wonderful. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, um, I think uh, we we just like each come with some like top ideas or top things that we like. Uh, not really to do a definitive list because we don't want to piss off like the world anime fans. But uh, to have a more uh, discourse of like, you know, some things we like that maybe you like or maybe you're like, oh, cool. I can get down with that. I like that, too. You know, yeah, 
Yeah. So that was that was the entire idea. And uh, I think uh, before before we get to the list, uh, I think I'm curious how how anime, why anime, when anime, Roman, like what what gets you into this? Oh, uh, yeah, like I don't know, I've just been into anime since like I can remember. It was it was originally my brother that got into anime. Again, like he would take me to the comic book place, and then like I'd see he was he's the one that picked up like Ranma one half, Sailor Moon, and then we. He tell me, yeah, this is called anime. I'm like, what? What's anime? These big guys, these big guys and big titty girls, a giant robot. <laughs> it's crazy. And then like, yeah, but then I got older. Then and then Pokemon came out. I then I learned what Dragon Ball Z was. So like, I was constantly picking these things up. And I was already into cartoons, but I think it was anime that like I realized like, oh, this is an industry. People draw this stuff. People people get paid for this. This isn't. It's not just for kids. It's an adult thing. And like, it was yeah. anime that got me. It was anime that got me interested in animation. Like, oh, people hand draw cartoons. And like, it doesn't have to be Mickey Mouse all the time. It doesn't have to be Disney princesses. It could be, seri- be serious storytelling. So yeah, anime is important to me just because like, it, it defined what kind of, like, the artist I, I wanted to be. And if you look at my artwork, like, you could totally okay. tell. That's my jam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're the chibi guy, man. <laughs> That's for sure. Like, when I first started yeah. out in um, um, art and animation and stuff, it was heavily influenced by um, anime. Dragon Ball, uh, Voltron, um, Gachaman, um, or Battle for the Planets uh, is one of the other names for the shows. Uh, goodness gracious, Macross. Um, those were all, oh. like, the ones that I, I grew up with. You know what I mean? Oh, they were, Robo- like... Robotech here in the U.S.? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I was... Uh, those were the ones that I was watching when I was when I was little, and I would watch like uh, um, the Great Mazinger or Transor Z here in the states, and um, you know, because my dad went to Okinawa for like a full year when I was like four, and then he came back when I was five, and uh, he brought me back. Um, I believe it was a Kongzoid. <laughs> uh, Zoid, like, wow. Yeah, from like the original <laughs> series, like. Yeah. And um, I was like, what is this? And he was like, oh, it's just like, you know, Voltron and stuff. And I was like, I love those shows. And, you know, I got really into it. And when I would ever, whenever I would watch like more American stuff for a little while, I was like, oh, this, this is okay. Uh, you know, right up until like that Japanese influence really started kicking in for like, you know, Thundercats and, and, and Silverhawks and to a lesser extent, like Hanna-Barbera even kind of, you know, stuck their foot in in the ring a little bit with like the Centurions and, and cartoons like yeah. that. Um, you had the Transformers that was being traded back and forth between America and Japan. You had all sorts yeah. of, you know, going. And a lot of my original artwork was very anime-inspired uh, until they were like, yo, what is this stuff? You're doing that anime stuff? You got to stop. And they hammered it out of me. <laughs> so hard like you're never gonna make it in this industry and i was like but it's really up and coming i don't understand why i wouldn't be doing that and they're like well if you want to pass my class and i'm like well i gotta make it through freaking college otherwise i'm not gonna have anything so yeah they they hammered it out of me real real hard uh and then i started training with other people that do like western comics and i've always been a fan of western comics anyway so i I think my my work kind of goes in between the layers sometimes but yeah, anime has always been a huge, huge influence for me. Like ever since I was little tiny, little, little tiny baby boy. Yeah, nice. Okay. I think even like a, if I could add like 
I think a big thing why I got into anime is like when I was little, like the only cartoons I knew were like Disney, Nickelodeon, all the Western stuff. Mm-hmm. So like in the in my head, I was like, oh yeah, that's what that's what all cartoons were. Then when I discovered anime, I'm like, wait, there's Asians that do cartoons. So I was like an Asian American, like that hit me. I was like, there's an entire culture, an industry in Japan and even the broader Asia that like you can make cartoons and they're not and yeah, they're like serious storytelling so like that that always struck a chord with me hell yeah that's awesome oh okay and i i don't have as great a story as you guys but i am old enough to remember when we called it japanimation yeah Uh, (laughs) if you've ever heard that term like anime (laughs) and japanimation are the same thing and there used to be a time like when the internet was new that people were like hot japanimation you know yeah yeah uh <laughs> anime japanimation same thing in fact i had to learn that like from people like you don't call it that anymore like oh okay <laughs> but I, I remember uh my buddy brian when we were in high school was really really into anime and would go to like this like rad punk rock store where we would get like fred perry's and like old like vhs of like punk shows and like documentaries but they also would get like the bootlegs of like anime and i was like i got this new movie let's check it out and i was like okay he's like bro it's like samurais cutting the heads off of nazis and i was like dude i'm in <laughs> yeah and then like oh Oh, and heavy metal, it's inspired by it. And we're like, ah, boobies. Ah, more Nazis, but they're undead Nazis. <laughs> so, like, yeah, just uh, having no idea of what we were watching, just being like, man, this is bloody and sexy and rad. We're like, America sucks. Japanimation is king. <laughs> so, like, that was that was sort of my... But then I remember when I was a junior or senior in high school, uh, actually, it was when I was a senior. I was dating a freshman, and her best friend was this cool chick named Layla, who's super freaking cool. And like her parents would always like let us hang out in the house, even though they weren't home. But she would always watch her little brother, and her little brother was crazy into Dragon Ball Z. And I was like, well, I want to be like the cool guy. Like this is my girl's like best friend's brother. So I'd sit down, and we were watching Dragon Ball, and it's like, check it out, there's this and that. And, like a five-year-old schooling me on Dragon Ball, and I was like, little man, this shit's rad. And just like sit there and watch it. And so, like, I didn't follow, like, Dragon Ball. I don't know what happened after, like, that first season. But uh, I'm like, oh, no, I remember watching that. That show was dope. Like, freaking Goku. That's oh, great. Oh, my gosh. I am so glad you told that story because I have a very similar story. Like, but I was the one who introduced uh, my girlfriend at the time, her little brother, into anime and, you know, showed him all these different shows and got him into, like, uh, the different anime style fighting games Guilty Gear was big at the time and and you know Street Fighter and all those and uh, he it, it influenced him so much um, the way that I would talk to him and, and show him stories that he had me at his wedding like even after the fact that you know everything had gone down and uh, with his sister and stuff like he was like yo like you've been one of the biggest influences in my life will you be like one of the groomsmen at my wedding and i was like yeah dude like no problem and uh he still has like all the anime drawings i used to draw for him oh nice yeah Yeah, i think uh like appreciating it when i was younger even if i didn't get like crazy into it like makes it real easy like to continue appreciating it when i'm older you know like when people are crazy into i'm like no i get it like if i'd been five and had like my whole life to like watch all these shows, I would be much more into this than just like trying to be cool for my girl's best friend so I could get lucky, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like very nice that at least the, the thing that the kid was watching was actually cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh so like yeah, anime, but like 
most most of the anime or manga or like movies that I know about are either because they got so popular that they touched like all culture or I had a buddy that was really into it that like shared it with me, you know? That's fair. And and of them the the biggest one would be the Earl of Blueberry, for sure. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, do we want to get in into some tops to talk about? Yeah. You want to start off with this list? Yeah, I'm going to go first because you guys are better than me. Okay. And mine's going to be so cursory. Uh, why, why do you say, oh, Lord? What? Just me? No. Go ahead. Oh, I thought, you, I thought you said, oh, Lord. I was like, hey, hey, it's my show. Be like, nice. I was like, go for it. Oh, all right. So here, here's the surprise one that I don't think Blue is ready for. Blue. I put on my list because I watched it. I don't know how, if it was Netflix or what. I definitely watched it when I was stationed in Okinawa. I've seen two, I think two seasons of it. I don't know why, but I just thoroughly was invested, even though there was no true value for my life. But high school of the dead. And I must emphasize oh. that the word high school is one word. Yes. It's not two words. It's all together. High school yes. of the dead. Wow. Uh, and I think it's because yeah. I'm so crazy into zombies. I love zombies. You give That's me wild. zombie content and I'm going to be into it. And somebody was like, then you got to watch this zombie anime. It's totally like grotesque, like way too sexy for high school kids. Lots of zombies and blood and just like it's wild. You got to watch it. And I did. And I was like, I don't know why, but I'm hooked on this crap. Oh, my God. Like, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, They still haven't finished it, have they? I don't no. Know. It's been like yeah. almost it gotta be more than ten years since the last episode. Yeah, for real. Even the manga, I don't think the manga is updated at any time. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't think so. Either. But that is. But I, I was really into it, and me and a bunch of buddies watched it, and we're like, "This is bonkers," but we like it. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. Wow. Yeah. You? Yeah, High School of Dead was freaking awesome, dude. It was. Yeah. It was way too sexy for what it was but way yes. <laughs> way, way one, too sexy the one shot the one scene i remember vividly it was like spoilers for anyone who's never seen it but like there's a there's a scene where girls shooting a sniper rifle while on top of another girl yep. and then they shoot the bullet the bullet goes is heading towards a zombie but the, before it goes there it goes in between another girl's boobs going in the opposite direction mm-hmm. and hits the zombie yeah. like that for some like that that for some reason that scene sticks in my head still. Yeah, it's like what a money shot. Jeez. <laughs> like there's no freaking way this makes sense, but it's so so crazy of a shot. It's because <laughs> she was so precise. She knew and and compensated for the jiggle. <laughs> yeah, like like all like if you like zombies and inappropriately awkwardly sexy teenagers then the show is for you like it's right there yep, there you go <laughs> it will and not disappoint and I, teacher. It, yeah it really feels like um they were taking a, a little bit of of stuff from the um like a little bit of taste of of what america does and like sticks a whole bunch of 20 year olds in high school to like be yeah. the high schoolers and stuff because that's exactly how it feels like when you're watching this. Yeah. But like some of the zombie actions really freaking cool too. Yeah. Oh yeah. The action of it is phenomenal and it's animated very well. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. So and like, no hate. <laughs> that was a good choice. I, I could be wrong, but I think it was before the walking dead came out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like, I think it, it touched on like the zombie craze before there was a zombie craze. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh I think I came to it after, but but still like 
good good sauce but yeah oh yeah yeah, that's so, a series, like, they could have gone, they could have kept going, but, like, it just suddenly stopped. Yeah, I mean, and I, I did not rank all my stuff. I just have things to talk about. So you guys, you can do it by oh, rankings or, okay, cool. All right, so Roman, I'll yeah, throw it to you. What's the first one you wanted to mention? Like, it's really hard. It was really hard for me to pick. And, like, really my rubric, or, like, my the reason I picked certain animes I like, it's based on three things. The animation style, the storytelling, and the, the opening and ending song. Nice. Like, if I don't like the beginning song, like, I'm not going to like the rest of the show. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but if I, yeah. So I guess I'll start with, if I had to pick Ghost in the Shell. Nice. Not just the movie, but yeah, the series, the mm-hmm. series standalone complex. Those, that's one of my favorite animes. Mm. What a like, Ghost in the Shell. Full admission, it made, it made my list. Yeah, nice. it's, it's all it's on my list of things. Oh, nice. <laughs> but yeah, I think that a lot of people talk about the movie, but then not a lot of people talk about standalone complex, the anime series. Mm-hmm. And like, if you love the movie, the series is like it's 30 minutes of like small Ghost in the Shell movies within like two seasons. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really good. It's, it really is. It's such a dope premise. Oh, yeah. It really, really is dope. Yeah. Yeah, and for like, sure. I, I mean, can, I can a, go into a rant. Sorry, I could go into a rant of why the live action movie is better than people give it credit for, but I'll save that for another time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I came to Ghost in the Shell because of that movie, but I was like, before I see this movie, I need to watch the anime. Like, I have to. And I had it available, so I watched it, and I was just like, whoa, this yeah. is wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and I watched the movie shortly after and was like, the people who made this movie really cared about the original. Like, they really loved it. <laughs> It just, uh, I don't know that it translated perfectly. Yeah. Um, I have to agree with both of you. Um, I was very uh, taken aback and surprised with the movie. I was like, oh, they did a lot better with this than I thought they were going to. And wow, I was like very impressed. Not to say that it's like, oh, it was a groundbreaking movie or anything like that. But it was was good. Yeah, it, it, it was not nearly as bad as... One, I thought it was going to be, and two, as everybody proclaimed it to be, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah I Ghost mean... Yeah, is always important to me. Just because, like, visually, okay. like, it's such, it's, everything looks so pretty. And, like, to know that was, like, 19... That was, like, in the 1980s. I'm trying to remember the exact year. But like, that's way before, like, digital digital animation became a thing. So knowing that all of that is just hand-drawn, meticulously designed stuff, like, it just makes everything way beautiful. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I get a lot of people's hate comes with like ScarJo being cast as the Asian lead. <laughs> so I think, I yeah, think that may be a lot of it, but. But the way they wrote it, the way they wrote the live action movie, like, it kind of makes, it makes, it fits with the theme of Ghost in the Shell in general. Yeah. Like, if you could, if you could put your mind in any body, like, wouldn't you want to put it in ScarJo Hansen's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think there there are a handful of animes that like get a lot of hate that like are not as bad as like people want you to believe. I'm looking at you, Speed Racer. Like, oh, I will argue yeah. for Speed Racer all day, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love Speed Racer for for good or for bad. Good. The movie or the the show? The movie. Oh, oh. yeah, the Wachowski like, sisters. Like that movie's fun. Fun. It is fun. It's a fun car movie. <laughs> Yeah. I think it's just because I'm not into cars. That's all. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, you know, it's way better than the Dragon Ball and Avatar movies. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
So, yeah. <laughs> like you want, you want bad ones. Even I know the examples. I feel like we need another episode where we talk about anime live action adaptations. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, we we can do that. We definitely can. All right, Blue. What's uh, what's your first one to mention? Oh my gosh. So my first one to mention, I'm, I'm bringing up because it was brought up to me again recently, and they just came out with a new like um like a new story basically that I have to check out and it came out in May of this year and it's a uh, record of Lotus war. And Ooh. back in the day, record of Lotus war was like one of those animes that was in like the, the VHS area, you know, you go into like your local, like a uh, mom and pop shop, like rental place. And you go to there, they had an, a, a little like animated section and bam, there's like a whole, and the box set of it made a dragon on the outside. I was like, of course I'm going to watch this. It's got dragons. So I, you know, I would grab it. And then uh, my uncle became a member of, oh my gosh, what was it? It was like Manga, Manga something um, company. And they did all these animes and they were one of the ones who was publishing uh, the VHSs of Wreck of the Lotus War. And for those of you not in the know, Wreck of the Lotus War is very much like if you're into D&D, um, <laughs> high fantasy, this is it. Like this is the one for you. They've got a priest, a thief. Um, a barbarian, a knight, uh, a high elf ranger, and a wizard. Like, I don't know how much more D&D you can get than that. And it was very much like the perfect, it, like, Roman, you said um, animes that really touch you with, with an opening and ending song. Like, yeah, dude, have you heard <laughs> the original freaking Record of Lotus War opening and ending songs? It's so ridiculously like 80s fantasy. It's so good. I just listened to it again right now. Like, <laughs> well, we were talking about stuff because when you brought it up, I was like, oh, my first pick. Oh, my God. The music's so good. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so good and it's it's very um they they came out with a video game semi recently within the last 10 years or so uh following the high elf uh character deedlet and um oh man it's just everything about that that animation was so good and i i also bring it up because we were doing i was dming a game and i believe it was john that was like oh if i have to like think about where he's coming from with all these armors and everything and how this looks in his head. Because when he thinks of high fantasy, he thinks of like things like Record of Lotus War. He thinks of things like like Dark Crystal. Everything makes sense in my brain now because he's coming from a different like space where like, uh, uh, you know, a high fantasy medieval stuff looks completely different than what it did to me. Because to me, it was a very anime inspired with Record of Lotus War high fantasy with with like the dark crystal and stuff like that like you know over the top big lots of swoops and and shapes and stuff and yeah regular lotus war did it for me it was so good nice oh. I dig did it. you ever did you ever watch it roman no i haven't and i think it's because it's like it's one of those like old animes like i just never got around to touching i've heard of it yeah it's old then, but like, it's only 12 episodes like it is. As soon as you said record of Lois, I'm like, of course, Blue would pick up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much. It's well, a very yeah. meaty pick for sure. Like, also, uh, I would also like to point out that a lot of the artwork that came out of, like, um, the manga and the uh, the show itself was heavily inspired by Alphonse Muka, who is, like, 
my favorite artist, like old timey artist, like classic artist. He he's my favorite, and a lot of the style in which they drew everything was in his style, which just killed me. I was just like, yes, I want I want all of these on my walls because they're good. <laughs> they're so good. Okay, I dig it. Does that take it to me? Yeah. Yeah, it's right back to you. All right, so my next one is a cheat. It's not a series. It's not a movie. It's a studio. And because oh, cool. there's so much that you can mention, oh. Studio Ghibli. Like, oh, okay. if I'm if I'm That's going fair. with anime, freaking Studio Ghibli is the one. Ghibli is just the one that gets anime out to the most normos like gets gets this art form these themes this beautifulness like to the widest group of humans and honestly makes it so accessible because if i want to get somebody into some sort of anime me personally and without like using blues words and putting them into my mouth i'm like have you seen spirited away have you seen my neighbor totoro Mm -hmm. kiki's delivery service princess mononoke like have you seen any of these movies? And if people are like, no, I'm like, bro, it's on Max. There's an entire channel dedicated to it. Like, yeah. you can watch this goodness right now. And uh, for my money, like, start off with Spirited Away and let's have a conversation and then I'll get you to the next one. And uh, I I just think, uh, you know, in that, I get mostly we're talking about series, like with that top 25 and stuff. But I think uh, Ghibli, like, just just hit all the notes you know there there's nothing on there where i'm like it's bad like pick the one that you think's the worst and it's still great and and it's uh i think it it deserves a mention like in this discussion of anime at least from my point of view as the you know uh less knowledgeable uh conversationalist what what thinks you is that a big cheat or do you do you think i uh i I hit a mark no i think you're absolutely right like there's no way we can talk about anime without talking about studio ghibli movies Yes. And like it's really hard to pick like you just one of those to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I could yeah. I could tell you which one I I don't want. I even I like it and I still but I still can't watch it. Okay. And it's it's uh <clears throat> Grave of the Fireflies. I cannot watch that movie. Oh yeah, it's like, so oof. It's too that's too I think that's the, the, the that's too much for me. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. It's sad. It makes you cry. Oh, it's the only Ghibli movie like I will not I can't sit through and like as beautiful as it is, I'm like, I can't, no, can't. Nah, dude, that's feelings. fair. Yeah, <gasps> I, I sat through it one time, and I was like, no, never again. Yeah, never That again. one is yeah. not on Max. <laughs> yeah. we had a, good, for good reason. I took, <laughs> so I took an anime class at in college, and one of the movies you had to sit through was Grave of the Fireflies, and the, the whole time, I'm like, no, I can't watch this. And my teacher was like, no, sit through it. They gave like, you an oh. anime class at Fullerton? Yes. Oh, yes. They never had that when I was doing the online classes. <laughs> what the hell? I remember. Oh, that was a fun class. <laughs> oh, it, was a ja- it, was, it was it was part of the Japanese program, but, like, it was, a, it was you sit there, watch an anime movie, and then we would talk about it and how it, it pertains to Japanese culture. Okay. Well, that, that one, a, yeah, yes. definitely, yeah. I remember well, it was, like, 6 p.m. to, like, 8, 8 p.m., but, like, I would totally sit through that class. That late. You know... <laughs> Joe, do you know what Grave of the Fireflies is about? No, I haven't seen it, to be honest. Uh, it's about ah, the no. dropping of the... Oh, <laughs> should I not tell him? No, well, you know... You I think, mean, that's I just the Joe premise of it. the movie, yeah. Because it's definitely... It's, it's a historical movie. Yes, and you would, you like the history stuff, and this is a very history-oriented, like, yeah. movie. So, Atomic Bomb? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, I don't think the Atomic Bomb is featured, but it... So, quick summary, it's about, like... Uh, 
pair of siblings who live Japanese live in Japan, and they pretty much they have to live through the American raids. Yeah. Okay. In Japan, but it's I, I, it's too much for me. <laughs> Don't they cover that at the end of the of the movie though? The uh, the dropping of the bombs. I think so. again, I I can't sit through it. So I I, I don't have like, a clear memory. Yeah, I'm, I just, I'm pretty sure they do, but it's no spoil, uh, it, but it is a, a lot. Point, I'm like, nope, I'm out of this. Yeah. <laughs> you watched it once I'm for too. a grade, huh? No, I've seen it multiple times, and then like I just I can't. I can't bring myself to like just sit down and watch it for pure enjoyment because there's no enjoyment for me watching it. It's a it's a great movie. It's a beautiful movie. I I get gotcha. too emotional watching it. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. All right, so I think that takes it uh, to you, Roman. What's your next one? Oh, Grave of the like, Fireflies. No. <laughs> since we're in the Ghibli zone, then I gotta bring up one of my favorite. Oh gosh, I can't even. He brought Princess Mononoke, but then I think a Ghibli movie that not a lot of people talk about is, and is one of my favorite, Castle in the Sky. Oh, dude. Like, heck yeah. That. To me, like, that's the pinnacle of Ghibli. Like, that's, that was a high mark in a Ghibli career. Mm. Like, it's fantasy, it's kind of sci-fi, and it still has that classic Ghibli feel to it. Mm. Like, yeah, it, I, it I will beautiful. put that on all the time. Yeah. Super beautiful. And, like, I definitely recommend the English dub because, or is it that one? Yeah, Mark Hamill's in that one. Yeah. It's a bad guy. Nice. <laughs> My goodness, what a nice uh, choice. Yeah. Like, yeah, when you bring up Ghibli, a lot of people say Buried uh, Away, Ponyo, like a lot of the newer stuff. But then uh, I think Castle in the Sky was one of their earlier movies. And not a lot of people pick yeah. it up. But when they pick it up, they it is such a good walk. Yeah, definitely. That it is. Uh, Very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Very good. That is that is one of the curated ones you can watch on Max. So mm-hmm. and do it if you haven't seen it, do it. Yeah, and it's. I mean, a lot of people think that it's a prequel to Nausicaa, although I'm not sure that it is. No, I don't think so. Uh, that's what I love about the Ghibli movies is like they you could connect them, but they're all their own separate stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so like you so don't not, have to watch one and not the other. Not enough people talk about Nausicaa either. So mm-hmm. yeah, which was the first Ghibli movie. Yeah, in the Valley of the Wind. My goodness, we have yeah. in our our D and D group uh, a girl named Nausicaa because that person who plays that character loves that movie so much. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's super dope, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the Ghibli movies are one of the. Those are there's a big argument within the anime community of dub or sub. Like, would you watch the the dubbing or the or the read it with oh, yeah. the subtitles? The Ghibli movies, those are the those are the sh- the movies I'll, I'll watch the dub because there's always a good cast on those dub. Oh yeah, and like, like Valley of the Wind, like Mark Hamill is on the dub again, and Shia LaBeouf and Patrick Stewart, like Patrick Stewart. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he plays Lord Yupa. So yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They uh they do okay. it right. Okay, Roman, I gotta ask you, Cowboy Bebop dub or sub? Oh, dub. Thank you. Gotta say, I gotta say, because I think because I first came into Cowboy Bebop with the dub on right. to, on the Toonami block, and like it's really hard for me to not see Spike and not hear Steve Bloom. Right. So good. Yeah. And like and oh like yeah, love the dub Cowboy Bebop. By, by the by, for anybody who's listening, please watch more dubbed stuff because I have a friend who is in a bunch of these freaking animes that you're probably watching. And he's in there, and he's really, really freaking talented, and you should listen to his voices. He's amazing. Nice. nice. All right, Blue, what you got next? Okay, Um, you guys brought up the, the studio 
Ghibli Studio Ghibli and um you know uh, along that same kind of vein of these beautiful movies that you should really take a look at um one of the movies within the last couple decades that that really got to me was Your Name um Ooh. God, it's so beautifully put together. It's like, um, I think before I watched your name, like my big one was uh, The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Like that was like my Mm -hmm. big go-to. You've seen that one, right, Roman? I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, Girl Who Leapt Through Time was like the the romance one that I was like very much like, yeah, like that's so cool. Actually, I believe that was part of the anime class too. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, and then I saw your name and it blew me away. Like the music, the animation, the use of color. Like your name is is a romance through time and space, and it's so good. I I strongly suggest oh, anybody yeah. kind of um, if if you're into like a a a, a peak romance or, or something to get your heart moving again, like. Watch your name. It's a really good one. Oh, yeah. Totally agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you get Crunchyroll, you can watch it with the subscription, uh, and then you have to pay for it in other places. I've never seen it, but I've heard about it. If you know me, you can just watch it with me. I got it on Blu-ray. <laughs> hey, I'll hey. I'll for you and everything. Oh, you'll make me, make me some Food Wars food, and we'll watch I your will. name, period. I'll make, I know exactly oh. which one that I would make, too. I'm coming over for that. Yeah, I just <laughs> want to be, I want to be clear. It's your name, period. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to be clear. Also, Roman, you are a thousand percent welcome in this household at literally any time. My wife adores right. you. I know. Love your like you're you're part of the group. Just join the group. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You are more than welcome to come by at literally any time. Like you have a Aww. permanent invitation. Yeah. Well, if I'm ever the jungle doesn't kill me first yeah i'll come by uh, don't don't let that happen uh, <laughs> come be a star uh, wars I was gonna say something about your name oh yeah i love that you brought up your name just because like it's such a pretty movie yeah it's Colors, so pretty. yes but in like even going beyond that like it's a makoto shinkai movie and like that is one of my favorite anime directors oh yeah so and like if you dig yeah if you dig your name like definitely check out his earlier stuff like i, I, mean, I know i'm going out of order but like one of my favorite uh movies from him is uh five centimeters per second oh i haven't seen that one yeah so like if you def if you love your name definitely check that out yes okay. like there's like five movies before your name all good stuff all oh. like players galore take that jj abrams <laughs> <laughs> no i call so yeah he, makoto shinkai is known for like like his use of like colors especially in the sky lens mm-hmm. flare and his his stories are always emotional so i call them my Emotions and lens flare movies. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So yeah, definitely check that out. Cool. Sweet. Well, Blue's excited because you just added something to his list <laughs> that he's gonna check out. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. Check I will. Out. I will send you a list of Akoto Shinkai movies you should check out. Oh, I got them right here. Nice. Her cat, Voices of a Distant Star. Uh, that was promised that in one. our early days. Um, Someone's Gaze. That sounds great. Oh. He did the children who chase lost voices. I love that yeah. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, that's so good. Okay, I'll check out the rest. <laughs> so, I think a few of them are on the max too. Yeah. All right. So that takes it to me. Uh, yeah. Yes. All right. So my next one. This is all uh, love for blue. My ultimate <laughs> favorite anime. If somebody's like put. 
points a gun to my head and says, name your favorite anime that isn't Cowboy Bebop. I'm like, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I love Cowboy Bebop to the bone. It is everything. And I came to it way late, but it does not matter. Uh, I remember okay. like the, the Toonami. I definitely had seen some of it before watching the entirety of it uh, during the blue sessions when I was living with them. But, oh my God, it's just, uh, it's perfection. And it, the best part is it gets in and it gets out. There's enough content, but like it doesn't, it doesn't overstay its welcome. Doesn't yeah. jump the shark. And it's just so, see you later, Space Cowboy. Like, it's yeah. just, and even like when they did the live action, I was like, I know it's not as good as the, because how can it be? Like, you know, but once again, made by people that you can tell loved the original. Mm -hmm. Like, love, 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 and some shot for shots where I'm like, I never thought I would see that in live action. And uh, it's just great. And it's so perfect because if somebody's like, I don't like anime, like, have you seen Cowboy Bebop? They're like, well, yeah. no. It's like, do me a favor, watch Cowboy Bebop, and if you still don't like anime at the end of it, you're right, you don't like it. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I sort of feel the same way about Studio Studio Ghibli movies. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, you don't like anime? Well, watch this classic, like Ghibli, and if you don't like it at the end, you're right, you don't like anime. Like, nope. and that's yeah. fair. Uh, so yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, what everything it's on, it's on that list. It's like number two on the IGN list because they're like. You know, fuck around and find out, but don't you dare leave Cowboy Bebop off the list and not put it in the top five. Yeah, like, people people will slit throat. So, yeah, that's uh, – and I, I figured one of you might say it, and I had the chance to get it up out of my mouth before you had the chance, so I took it. <laughs> I took it. Oh, yeah. It's, I wrote it down, but I was – yeah, again, I wasn't going to bring it up because it was on the list already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of my stuff's on the list already, so – but I said at the beginning that I was going to be the poorest addition to this conversation. <laughs> no, you're good. My, my big yeah. surprise was uh, High School of the Dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah Cowboy and, Bebop, and Food Wars like, for Roman. Cowboy <laughs> <laughs> Bebop, even just talking about the opening song, like, mm -hmm. you hear, like you hear that song, you know where that song is from. And there's no way you're not humming along to it. Oh, yeah. Right. Like there's no way you're going. You're not. You you get to the part where it goes three, two, one. And if you don't say let's jam, you're you're douche. Yeah, that's the person you <laughs> kick out of the group. Yes. Like absolutely. Like, oh no, I played in my car. And if you don't say let's jam when it's on, get out yeah. of the car. Yeah. Like for reals. <laughs> that's a hundred percent. That's that's how you know. Or you don't sing along to real folks blues. Oh. Oh my gosh. No. That's fair. Like, that's fair. such a banger. Dude, I have so many freaking animes like that, man. Don't. If we just, oh, I could do an entire episode of just animes with the opening and closing songs. Just, I I had a couple songs played at my wedding from, like, one of the ones that I'm going to be bringing up here pretty soon. Nice. Yeah. All right. So that takes it to Roman. What you got? Oh, okay. Well, talk about, I got to talk about Gundam. Of course, as a franchise like such a good, but specifically like my top pick would either it's a tie between two. It's either Gundam Wing or Gundam Eight Eighth MS Team. There you go. They're, like my top favorite show. I think I call Gundam okay. Wing just because that was my introduction to the gun. Pretty much the gun, the Gundam franchise, but just giant robot anime in general. Mm -hmm. Like I remember watching that on the Toonami block after school every day, and I'm like, oh, it's giant, it's giant robots, just like. Power Rangers. Oh, this isn't like Power Rangers at all. 
No, no, it is talk, not. <laughs> talk about talk about interstellar politics. No, nope. child child soldiers or terrorism. It's just a bonkers show to be showing to kids at four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. like, yeah, and just how crazy at robot design. It's it's really hard for me to summarize how much I love Gundam Wing. Oh, dude, from the designs to the characters themselves, like not just mm-hmm. the giant robots themselves, but each of their pilots. You know, you had yeah. uh, Troa and Katra and, and Hero and Duo and, and Wufei. Like they were, oh God, they were so good. Like everybody, right? So yeah. they all had very distinct like looks. You couldn't like, um, it wasn't like a lot of these shows where you can like, oh, I, I mistook this person for that person. They were very yeah. different. Um, from the way they spoke to the way they acted, like everything, you know? And it really translated into their giant robots, too. Like, holy oh, yeah. crap. <laughs> it, was, it was masterfully done. Masterfully done. Nice. Yeah, and then the fact that I could go out and buy a model of these things, like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still have, I still have like a Wing Zero model. Like, it's looking at me right now. Oh, yeah. I love that thing so much. My brother had Wing Zero. I had um uh what's his name? Katra's uh Sandrock. Sandrock Custom was my was my baby. Oh, oh Endless Waltz. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a Christmas movie in my opinion. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So Endless yeah, Joe, Joe so Endless Waltz it takes place between Christmas and New Year's, so like I, I classify it as a Christmas movie. <laughs> like over die hard. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Gundam. All right. What else? What else you got? Blue Sith. Oh, that tosses it over to me now, huh? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well then, um, let me see. What do I want to bring up next? I have such a big list here, bro. Uh, what do I want to bring up next? I guess. Do I go with the more music? Do I go with like like <laughs> inspired everybody? Okay. Okay. We'll we'll, we'll go with like a, a an inspired like genres and stuff like that. Like the director is just so freaking good. And this movie in particular kind of stuck out to me was uh, Paprika. Have you seen Paprika? Oh, if you haven't yeah. seen Paprika, you should probably watch Paprika. You want like a crazy ass freaking like uh, like heartfelt story that also like kind of bends what you think should be going on in a story and the way the story is told. Like Paprika is it was. It, Paprika ran so that Inception could freaking fly. Like, you wouldn't have yeah. an yeah, Inception-type movie without Paprika. Because the director showed them how it should be done. Like, that's how good oh. Paprika was. It's it's so freaking good. Um, And it is very much along those same lines, Joe. Like, if you haven't, because uh, I know you haven't seen it. I don't know why I said if you haven't. But, uh, Not. I'm aware of the spice. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> My goodness, the whole thing from beginning to end, it subverts expectations in like even even in like um, a romantic way for the movie. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a lot of these movies usually have like a uh, like, a, you know, a love some plot or a romantic subplot to it and stuff you know it allows itself to have that and then it subverts the expectation and has a real world like like conclusion to what everybody is kind of like going through you know what i mean it's just it's so good it's so good really strongly suggest you watch it if you haven't watched it and i feel like um golly what the heck is the director's name (laughs) he's done so many movies 
Um, Roman, do you do you know his his name off the top? Uh, of your head? I believe it's Satoshi Kon. I want to say. Thank you, Satoshi Kon. Yeah. So, um, my gosh, he has done so many freaking amazing movies. Perfect Blue. Uh, yeah, that's where I know him from. Is Perfect Blue. Yeah, uh, Paranoid. Paranoia Agent was one of my favorite shows on Toonami. Like, uh, that's where I first learned of the director was uh, Paranoia Agent, actually, was that show. Um, and that show was super crazy, like super duper crazy. And I watched yeah. the whole thing through, and I was like, this is insane. And then I heard that he had a movie come out, and then I watched it, and that was the the Paprika movie. And I was like, yo, I'm hooked. This this director knows what he's doing, man. This guy oh, is yeah. awesome. <laughs> like, he's so good. So, uh, he's uh, uh, He's also Tokyo Godfather. He's really an actress. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Real good. Real good. So do yourself the favor. If you haven't watched Paprika, I can't sing his praises enough. Like, the music is beautiful. The colors, oh, my gosh. And uh, like I said, if, if you liked Inception, like, this is, like, the reason why Inception could be Inception is, is Paprika. It's so good. Okay. We eat a locker, and it's a good spice. Yes. So says so says the Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that takes it to me. Uh, sort of another cheat, but when you're like, list like animes that you like. Uh, I'll give a nice plug to a semi-recent episode, Level 351, insert bad pun about Vision. Me and Jack Talk talked all about Season 1 and Season 2 of Star Wars Visions. And yeah. you know what? Uh, if you want to be a purist, you'd be like, it only counts if it was made in Japan. Well, that's the entire <laughs> first season and one episode from the second season. Uh, but you also can see anime inspiring other studios from across the globe in season two and uh, taking something that I love very, very much and, and doing formats and different stories. And uh, overall, I'd say it's like 95% successful for me. And uh, yeah, and if you want to hear like... An episode so good, Danny actually decided to comment on it and say it was a good episode. That means it was probably pretty good. That was a good episode. While, while I'm working tomorrow, I'll listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, me and Jack talk spoiling the hell out of season one and season two of Visions. But uh, the best part is like you can talk about it and you still can go and watch it. It's so good, so accessible, and it gives you Star Wars in like bite-sized increments. Yeah. Uh, that's really lovely. And if you if you like anime, you'll probably enjoy it. There's lots of different studios that you probably like things that they've done that take a little bite of the apple. Uh, on the same token, if you're not really in anime, this is a nice, uh, you know, first taste is free example. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, really, really good. That said, like, I think we were very clear. We, we enjoyed, like, season two when it branched out to all the different countries versus just yeah. staying in Japan. Uh, but I think, like, like we were saying, there's lots of uh, anime-inspired shows that are really righteous and great and good, uh, you know, and all the all the work from those Japanese studios that then, you know, goes to Korea and beyond just uh, gives you even more goodness from this world. Uh, and, and the beauty, like the guys have been saying, there's so much of it. There's something for everyone. You don't have to like it all because nobody likes it all. That's the entire point. <laughs> so... Maybe there's one guy, I like it all, <laughs> like weirdo. <laughs> well, that's me. Yeah, but Star Wars I Visions actually, was an easy, easy add to my list. Yeah, I actually have it on right now in the background. 
Nice. I'm watching. I'm watching Sith right now. Ooh, that's so pretty. I got planned. Uh, nice. Yeah, no, love Vision. I was, I was like, I kind of wish I was on the on the episode with you and Jack talking about it. Oh, yeah. But and yeah, it's something. There's something in there for everyone, even if you're not into anime, even if you're not into Star Wars. I think it's a good like non-canon way to get into it. And yeah, I, was, I think that's pretty good. I was particularly like interested in your reaction to the twins <laughs> oh not my favorite i know and i don't blame you but like <laughs> wait blue have you have you have you watched all of visions at least uh i have watched the first season but i haven't seen the second season yet okay so like you know the twin yeah like i know it's not the best of the of those of the shorts but if you've seen studio trigger stuff you know the twins is the most studio triggery thing Bruh, it was so much so oh my god like as much as people don't like it and i know people don't like it like it's not surprising to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) like yeah that's what happens you give steel trigger star wars (laughs) well i i think i was most surprised by the fact that they they do twins which i really really don't like but then they did the uh the freaking uh astro boy episode Mm mm-hmm yeah. So, and that's like same studio, but like I love that. It's so freaking yeah. good. So, yeah. It was definitely what for one of them they're like go nuts and the other one like maybe go a little bit softer. Or no, it was the elder that they did. <laughs> it's uh Science Saru that did Toby One. So they did oh, yeah, the yeah. El- they did the elder which was freaking dope. Yeah. So good. And the the freaking dub is great. David Harbour and James Hong. Oh, so good. Yeah. Oh, man. But for like, yeah, for sure, the twins, like, you could tell they're like, yeah, just do whatever you want. And then, like, nobody stopped them. Nobody stopped them. <laughs> yes. uh, it's definitely written by somebody who's heard of a Star Wars. Yes. So, and, and Studio uh, we'll, Trigger. Oh. We'll forgive Neil yeah, Patrick I mean, Harris for that. Yeah. There's a there's a whole list of just Trigger shows that I you get a list off that would take forever. Yeah. Yeah. That I would put on a list. There, there are a number of them I would put on the list, but whatever. Because yeah. <laughs> just because Kamina is such the character um, of Kamina is like every big brother that I've always wanted to be. Like I want to be yeah. a big brother like, that. like to inspire somebody to the point where he did. Like yes, I want I want to do that. I, I want to be cool. <laughs> I want to be cool. And even if I die, like just remember me, bro. I believe in you. And believe in me. Yeah. Who believes in you? And if you can't believe in yourself, just once again believe, believe. in me. Believe in the meat that believes in you. Oh, God. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I haven't seen this show. Other than uh, uh, Little Witch Academia, which like I saw an episode or two about because I thought it might be as good as My Hero. And uh, it didn't hit me that way. Uh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, their stuff is, uh, they got some pretty good ones. For sure. They've got some pretty good um all right that takes right. it to roman for the next one roman oh i could keep talking about grin log but i won't yeah <laughs> um yeah so my next one is probably like relatively new but like it's it's pretty out there is sword art online wow really yeah nice. that's a big that's a pick for me because like so there's a whole there's a sub the sub genre in anime the isekai genre mm-hmm. the other world and like I love Sword Art because it plays on that, but it's still it's it's sci-fi also. Yeah, very and it much. plays on the game, and it plays on the gamer culture, that, that, the online gaming culture, which I think would help with its popularity. Like it's dark, it's humorous, and like mm-hmm. it's still beautiful to, to look at. Yeah, it's one of those animes like I'll put on and like I could I could put it on the background, and I I won't get lost. Uh, Definitely recommend. What's Have the uh, say again? 
sword art online. Yeah, duh. Like it's been a really big staple in this household. Uh, my brother's wife is super into it. She she loves it, and I think I've seen every single series of it. To be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, when they had the um, uh, the gun one, and uh, oh, yeah. Kirito had to go into that and was like, "What the heck? Don't don't they have any kind of sword equivalent in this game? Like, what is going on?" Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I have seen and I enjoy them. They're they're pretty cool. And they do. They have a laser sword. <laughs> yeah, they have a laser sword. <laughs> Kirito's like. Well, I guess I'll just figure it out then, I guess. I'll take this pistol and this sword. <laughs> What's the entire premise of it, Roman? So it's basically, it starts off where there's, uh, it's set in a, in a future, well, it's not future now, but it's in a world where online yeah, gaming is... not future anymore. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's, really, it's set in 2020, what? 2022. <laughs> but okay. it's, about, it, it's set in a world where like online gaming is like you don't it's not on computers anymore it's pretty much it's like the matrix you hook up your mind to like this device that it, it puts your mind in the game so you're using so you're, there's no more controllers it's just it's pure virtual reality now and okay this new game this new game comes out called sword out online that everyone's everyone's signing up for on the launch day everyone's everyone logs in they're playing in and then at the end of the day nobody could log out and they don't know why it turns out the creator set it up where it's this death game that if you die in the game if you die in the virtual game you die in real life oh yeah so and so every and everyone is is pretty much stuck in this virtual world there's no way to get them out, so they have to live the video game. And this, this, uh, this oh. the show pretty much follows one player. His name's Kirito, and he, he's like, he has a high, he has a better advantage over everyone else because he played the beta of the game. So he, he's, a, so he pretty much he has an advantage for everyone else, and it's pretty much a survival game, whole series, just is trying to survive this this game. But if you die in like, if you die in this fantasy world, you die in real life. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's pretty neat. And it, and then it branches off into other like video game genres, but like yeah, it plays with that other world idea of storytelling, but at the same time it's sci-fi. It's still there's tragedy, definitely a lot of drama. I get such ba- battle royale inspiration vibes from yeah, that. Definitely that. Nice. Really I, I love that movie very much. Okay. And like Hell yeah. <laughs> I think it plays with idea because like so many people live I love it because like so many people live online, especially online gaming. It's like, what if you were stuck in a video game and you only had one life? There's no respawning. There's no. Oh, I saw that movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it. (laughs) Yeah, it's really young. Jumanji, the anime. The anime. I was thinking Tron. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're making that with Jared Leto and uh, Evan Peters. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> nice. Good. Good. Uh, his, huh? his program's gonna have tattoos on his face. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Digital ink. Mm-hmm. All right, Blue. What I'm you got gonna, next? I'm not gonna kill you. I'm gonna derez you really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for Harley. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, um, my next one. My next one. Yes. Um, I'm really glad, Roman, that you brought up uh, Sword Art online because it is an isekai and this series that i want to bring up um one we were talking about music and um there is music from this series that i played at my wedding 
because the music was really important to me and it was the ending song to the show and um really freaking good <laughs> anyways um uh but it's a it's an isekai but from the 90s like it's one of those original like isekais where the person gets brought into another world but it's also a bishoujo um show so it's like the cute girls Roman, I think if you haven't seen this one, you would really like it. Um, it is an older anime, so it does have the older animations. But um, like the the premise of the story and what happens at the end of like the whole series, you're gonna freak out. You might get mad. I don't know if you watch it. Please tell me because I want to know like what your reaction to the the story premise is. Anyway, so um, the anime is called Fushigi Yuji, the mysterious play. And um, it is wonderful. You, you follow this girl, um, her and her best friend. You know, they're, they're normal high school chicks. They're like teen or something like that. They get taken to this other world. And at first, uh, they're from Japan, but they get taken to the, like this Chinese other world where everything is, is very different. And it's like back in time. And they're like, yo, what what is going on? And they have to figure stuff out. And then they meet some some dudes. They get like their harem of dudes. Um, and, you know, they find out, oh, if you come to this world, you are a priestess like period because only women can come to this world and only like girls of this age and then you find out more about why that is and what's going on and you find out like uh can they come back you know what's the deal does it affect the real world like what kind of trauma are they going is it real are they going through their brains like are these these people that they are experiencing are they real like what the fuck is going on and it's really good and the music is freaking phenomenal um i absolutely love it like it's so have you seen that one roman I haven't. I know it. I know the name, and because it, it always comes up whenever I did, like deal with isekais, because like that's one of like the key like first isekai series. But I've never yet yeah, never had the chance to watch it. Yeah, if you ever get a chance, check it out. Yeah, I mean isekai is like big and like for like current. There's that entire uh, Harley Quinn isekai that's going to be coming out in the future. <laughs> yeah. So like it's. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's actually uh, isekai is funny because. So Shigi Yugi is is pro, it's it's considered like the like the one of the original isekais and it's funny because now when you say isekai you think really male oriented yeah but it started early, off with like bishojos yeah. <laughs> yeah these early isekais are geared towards girls and it's always like one girl in a weird in a real world surrounded by beautiful people now it's the opposite. Yeah, a dude who who usually dies and gets resurrected in a fantasy world. Well, I I was actually I looked up some stuff on that when I was looking up the um, Suicide Squad one, and there's like an entire subgenre which is like reincarnation isekai. Yeah, Yeah, which is most of what you're gonna find nowadays. Yeah, and then then I also dove in and discovered that a lot of people consider Wizard of Oz the very first isekai. So (laughs) yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes that, sense. I never, yeah, never thought of it that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely, uh, dude. Yeah, she uh, goes into the other world. Yeah. I think I that's fe- why it started with girls. <laughs> I fell into a wormhole all because of that, like, Harley Quinn Joker Suicide Squad one. And I was like, wow, I know so much about something that I never thought I needed to know information about. So it's <laughs> oh. funny to 
the second Blue mentioned it, I was like, I actually know a thing or two about this because I looked it up recently. Yeah, <laughs> I misspoke uh, earlier. It was the ending of um, Blue Seed that was at my wedding, not not Fushigi. Oh. Yeah, it was oh, Touch yeah. and Go from uh, Megumi Hayashibara. Uh, mm. Touch and Go, which was from uh, the Blue Seed enemy. It's the ending to that one. Uh, wow, that's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah. However, that's not to be... Uh, that's not to say that the music from um, Fushigi the Mysterious Play, is not completely on my, my J-pop list, because it is, and uh, it's freaking awesome, and I love I it. Look, yeah, I gotta look that up. Yeah, it's For really reason, good. Like, 80s and 90s anime music, like, it, it hits so different from music today. Dude, you, wanna, you want a freaking thing that, that inspires people? Slayers music. The mu- Slayers. music from Slayers yeah. and Slayers Next? Yes. Yeah. Reflection um what was it reflection uh give a reason um touching or not touch and go um give a reason um run all the way like you'll see uh like people used to do like the animation to the music videos you you know what i mean um yeah 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 they used to like make little videos out of all those songs like slayers had had the music like it was the music. Slayers deserves its own freaking list. Slayers was good, <laughs> like really good. <laughs> that's uh, that's another honorable mention for you, Slayers. Yeah, definitely honorable. Yeah. Ma- I didn't even think of it better. until right now. Slayers, absolutely. I mean, not to be confused with the metal band. No, no. Slayers is just a really <laughs> good, like, also very D and D style show. Actually, okay, yeah, it's a little more silly than like Record of Lotus War. Record of Lotus War is very is a lot more serious. Like, yeah. like people fucking die. <laughs> like it's it's wild. But um um, there's like war in Record of Lotus War. Uh, but the Slayers is a little more lighthearted, more um geared towards the ladies and stuff yeah. like that. So it has cutesy stuff and and but the music fucking slaps, bro. <laughs> like it's so it good. It does. I haven't seen Slayers in years, but yeah, I still remember that. I gotta, we're gonna add those to the anime list now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I have it like an anime playlist. Like when I'm in my car, and I just feel like I'm like, I'm just gonna put all these. So I'm gonna add Slayers on them. Yeah. Nice. All right. So the next one on my list is sort of inspired by Roman. So I know <laughs> Roman does does lots of art he's got his anime girls that he loves to (laughs) loves to draw and i'm always here for it i'm like ah so good i love your art but i think of roman as the chibi guy because uh that's you draw a lot of chibi and i know that word because of you you know like (laughs) i know that because of you and then all of a sudden it like kicked off but specifically i'm gonna mention the disney chibi so somebody there in disney was like hey people (laughs) like this style let's be smart and do it and like it starts off like they had an entire thing called big chibi six the shorts where they took big hero six and did them in chibi form and then that continued to chibi tiny tales and like now is an entire thing called the chibi verse like where there are people who will only know chibi because of disney i don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing because you know once you once you get hooked on something you can dive deeper you know and the the style is very very cute and uh like it's evocative but not sexy evocative you know what i mean it's just you see it and there's something about the style it's like pops right like mm-hmm. pops are huge and that's 100 percent chibi so yeah i don't know i just uh 
because with with the Sean guy, we watch a lot of stuff, and every time the the chibis pop up, there's a whole bunch of Spider-Man chibi right now. He's like, ooh, ooh, and I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, you know, my buddy draws these, and uh, <laughs> I told Roman like, <laughs> Sean's like, oh, have him draw this. <laughs> it's on his list somewhere, but uh, ah, that list is getting unruly. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I mean, that's the life of an artist, right? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like Aww. I just uh, I appreciate like. The, especially like you know because pops people don't think about that that like the Funko Pops are 100% chibi versions of things you like and uh, I because it's like anime I don't I mean they're they're animated version uh, and I just wanted to mention it oh yeah nice. oh and like yeah I've seen all of the Big Hero Six ones I haven't seen the other like the other shows yet I should probably I've been watching Bluey for like three days straight so I, I mean all nice. of their chibi <laughs> stuff is available on Disney Plus yeah. I was like, so, I hit that button. Yay! I'm so glad people, more people know the word chibi. When I was growing, yeah. yeah, when I was coming up, it was people called it. It was called super deformed. Yeah, that SD. style. Yeah, SD. SD stuff. Yeah. There's, there's a Gundam series called SD just because they're chibi Gundam. Yeah. And like, and yeah, I, I love that. There's more. Yeah, there's chibi stuff on Disney, and I know the exact reason is because the animators now grew up on anime, mm-hmm. and they know they know chibi. I know because I went to school with some of those dang animators at Disney. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we were drawing, we would draw chibis all the freaking time. So I'm like, I know who drew. I, I, mean, I know who did it. <laughs> and their bosses. I, I think I love it at, with me. <laughs> I love like, it as absolutely. a word because it's like it literally means like short or little, like in Japanese. Yeah. Uh, it does imply cuteness, but it's also sort of an insult. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, that's if, like in Japanese. If you're like, oh, that's chibi. You're not saying it's cute and little. You're just like, that's like nothing. You know? Like yeah. it, <laughs> so well, as a as a short and little person, I'm taking it back. I'm hey, it do there. it. <laughs> I I am the yeah. chibi skipper. That that worked. Oh. <laughs> there I you have go. a chibi skipper on the shelf right behind me. It doesn't <laughs> look like you because uh, you didn't you didn't <laughs> modify mine. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally talking to you guys on Skype right now, uh, Roman's like little little avatar is him, like a chibi version of him holding a beer. Nice. You know, and like Blues yeah. is one of his original anime inspired designs. Yep. <laughs> so, and mine is uh, Chewbacca like winning a marathon. I don't know. It's a Wookiee running a race with his arms up. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. So who is next? I guess that takes a D, Roman. Oh man, I think. What number are we on? Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, don't. one, I one more. Two, three, four. We're on number five. Oh wow. I, I don't know. I think I got one more to talk about, and that's all I got for now. I, okay. I keep talking, but just for time's sake, I think I have one more to talk about, or two, either two. Okay. Um. All right. My next, probably. Some, yeah. Not a lot of people have heard of this one. But like it's a really good show. It's called Serial Experiments Lane. Serial Experiments Lane. No, I haven't heard of that. Oh, okay, yeah. It's so it's such it's a really obscure anime, but like if you were to watch it today, like I think it would hit way differently. Like it's about this girl, like she oh, how do I explain it? It's about it's it's a cyber it's a very cyberpunk show, but mm-hmm. it's set in like contemporary or like contemporary Japan. It's about this girl, like she's learning about the the internet oh like very, it's like very early on in like the beginning of the internet but it's in a society where the internet is already it's already like so saturated in the culture you can't live without it so she's diving into the internet and she's learning about these conspiracies and this interconnection like how how deep entrenched the web is into people's lives to to a metaphysical level mm-hmm. 
And like, if you were to watch it today with like topics of like Twitter, social media, how much it consumes uh, today, like it's crazy how prophetic this this show is. Yeah. So like, okay. definitely give it a like. Yeah, talks about the internet, talks about social media, conspiracy, very heavy conspiracy theories, metaphysics, religion. It's all in like, and it's all packed in like this. 13 episode series i have like it's really trippy and like, i definitely it's not it's not a show a lot of people know about okay i'll definitely check this one out it's on my list yeah. now but, yeah, it's on yeah. funimation that's how you can watch it yeah. and i think uh it looks like prime video maybe oh i got prime but, but also a banger a banger opening song nice yeah nice i dig it there all right blue that's you okay so um i think we said like one or two left right yeah Okay, well, I have to say this one before, like, just in case we don't get a second one, like, this movie, like, anthology is, to me, like, um, one of these animations that, like, uh, I remember so much that there are sometimes I have dreams that are just scenes from this thing, Um, and I don't recognize them at first, like, in the dream, like, but then when I wake up, I'll be like, shit, I, I remember that from somewhere. Where do I remember that from? And then I'll be like, oh, my God, it was that again. And um, it was called Robot Carnival. Have you seen it? Tell me you've seen it. You had to have seen it in that class. Oh, Robot Carnival, no. Bro, Robot Carnival, <laughs> Robot Carnival is the first anthology ever, like, put together. And it had every one of the best, like, um, directors like ever, like creator of freaking Akira um, was in there. Um, the creator of of Golden Boy, Rojan Z, um, Blood, the Last Vampire, he was in there. Yeah. Like this thing, oh. Robot Carnival is like the epitome of, and it it really stands the test of time. It's so good. I watched it again today. It's an hour long, like an hour and a half long. And it's got like nine little like standalone little episodes inside of it that are just so freaking good. Um, there's not a lot of talking like most of it is unspoken, but you you get like the meaning of the words you get like or not the words. I'm sorry, but you get the meaning of, the, of like the stories and stuff that are going on. It's very easy to follow like um there's no language barrier, so you don't really have to worry about any of that. And it's just so absolutely incredible. And it goes super sci-fi to, like, back in time a little bit to, like, grunge to, like, punk. And it has all these things. Think, Joe, if if it had an equivalent, it's it's very much like um, like um, uh, heavy metal, but, like, Japanese. You know what I mean? Mm. And it See, I was, have... I was thinking Love, Death, and Robot. No, it, it, it's it's a little more like a, like heavy metal in, in the style of the animation. You know what I mean? Okay. Love, yeah. Death, and Robots, probably thinking about it is a better analogy. But, but Love, Death, and Robots have, like, uh, a lot of really great dialogue. And this has none. There's like okay. None. Yeah, so it's – but it's really good. And it's, like – like where so many of these studio heads got their start was doing this robot like animation. And I would be remiss to not bring it up because um, I saw it so long ago and I don't even remember when the first time I saw it was like, that's how old I know it came out in 87 
and I must have seen it around that time, like oh. in the 80s, because I remember it like so, like scenes from it so vividly, like it blows my mind. Like I, I remember as a child, like having dreams about this movie. Okay. But um, yeah, check it out if you haven't seen it. If you want, oh, yeah. if you want like a deep dive into where these these amazing directors got their start, like to see how like their characters were kind of built up. Even you'll you'll definitely know um, the director for Akira because he put like some of his characters from Akira into like his little animation because that's and that was their first like like movie debut was in that before um, Akira even came out. So it, it's super crazy. Watch it and influential. Yeah, yeah, because they started everything. Like, these dudes in this started everything, and it's it's absolutely been Okay, so good news. It's on Crunchyroll. Nice. Just the dub, though. There's no sub. Well, I mean, but, like I said, there's not a lot um, of... Options, I'm so. queuing it up right now, and I'm going to start as soon as we get off of this. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You'll see what I'm talking about. There's this one um, story where a guy builds um, a robot that's a chick, let me know, like, even if I'm asleep, just text me. <laughs> Let me know, like, what you think of that one, that particular little short story, because that is one I dream about, like, a lot. Like, it's uh, really crazy, and it has, like, really subdued colors in it. Like, the use of color in that is so good. You you just let me know. Let, let me know. Well, you had me at Robot nice. Chick, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So I guess that just takes us to like if there's any honorable mentions, like you don't want to leave the episode without like saying it. Um, for me, uh, I had My Hero Academia on my list. That's the one that Blue sold me on. He's like, you love superheroes. Let me give you a pitch. And Blue, anytime he tells a story about anything, sometimes it's even better than the thing that he's talking about. Uh, <laughs> but in this case, his pitch did not underwhelm. Uh, I really like My Hero. That said, I'm behind. I know that there's a whole bunch of story that I have not checked out. Um, but I really, really enjoy My Hero. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, I am on record of how late I came to it. And when I did, I was just like, <laughs> I, I am so dumb. You are so dumb. How can you be so dumb? Dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> uh, I, I love it. Joe, I remember uh, talking to you about it on the dot at, at work and you, you were, you were, I think we were talking about the last airbender movie. I think you okay. brought it up and we we're like, don't watch it. Don't watch it. And you're like, why? And, we, and I, I think I remember saying, like, no, watch the animated series first. Don't watch the live action. <laughs> That's so funny. I have a vivid remem like memory of, like, us talking about Avatar, and you were – you were set to watch the movie first, and then we were. Uh, I I did not. I watched the I watched the animated before I watched Good. the movie. Uh, okay. I think because it was on Netflix, but I was like, you know, everybody's always talked about this. I've got the time. Let me sit down and watch it. It was just riveted. Uh, I did put Dragon Ball Z. I feel like we gave Dragon Ball Z its due diligence, yeah. uh, but I just yeah, it was it was so much fun. It was one of the earliest anime memories I have. And then just we can't have this anime conversation. Uh, it's already come up several times but akira akira yeah. you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> oh, just seminal so freaking good i think it's just having its 30th anniversary this year oh yeah uh, there's a whole bunch of these big big uh big anime things that are hitting like 30 years now where it's like oh god we're old <laughs> uh but yeah like akira is interesting because that's a tough one like i love it i've seen it many times but it's hard to recommend it to somebody because you can't guarantee that they're gonna get it yeah. it's I, yeah. I don't it's not as easily as accessible as some of this other stuff that we've talked about no. you're like 
it's gonna be weird, but just go with the ride. Like jump on that cool looking, <laughs> cool looking bike and hop, just go for it. Like hop on Kamina's bike for sure. Yeah, get, <laughs> for get sure. to get to the do end that, of it, and then if do you don't get slide. it. Let's talk. Yeah. And then maybe you watch it again after we talk. And then, like, let's talk again. And maybe you watch it one more time just so, like, you really can get what was going down. Because I'm not sure that anybody saw that the movie the first time and was like, I get it. You know, yeah. except for the people that made it. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's very it's very layered and textured yeah. and different. Uh, but for all those things, I think a lot of a lot of anime, having seen Akira when it was, like, really, like, new-ish, like seeing other anime you're like well that's nothing like akira so i don't like it you know what i mean like mm-hmm. <laughs> got so into the weird i was like well this is totally normal uh so yeah i don't know i just we could we can have the conversation without mentioning it but it has been mentioned so i don't know that oh, we have to have to blow sure. it like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's beyond it's beyond filleting it's so good <laughs> there you go yeah yeah any thoughts from you fellas? No, you covered it, man. Like, Akira is one of those movies, like, I'll watch it. Like, I have to watch it every couple of years, and, like, there's always something new I understand because, like, it ages. Like, the, the older I get, the more of it I understand. I still, I can't say I completely understand all of it yet. It's that much of a trip for me. Yeah, I definitely don't, but I like it. But I definitely see its influence in animation today. Like, that... Well, I've, I've been, like... Oh, good. Now, like you see that the common of bike slide in almost every cartoon nowadays. Oh yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. I know that's right. Well, I'm like, I know like t- a year or two, probably two years ago, it was pre-pandemic. I was still living with uh, Arvin. I was like, I'm gonna rewatch, you know, Akira, and I put it on, and I was like, I'm gonna rewatch this later because right now I'm just not in the headspace for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Now is not the moment. As much as I like this, I, it's just not the moment. I've gotten like 45 minutes in, and we'll finish it later. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it was because I had heard that they were going to do a live action of it. And that's always they're always threatening that, right? Yeah, it's been like 15 years to make it. I think last time I heard like Zac Efron was going to be in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now he's all like swole up like Lou Ferrigno. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? He's doing some movie and yeah, he's like transformed himself. Oh, wow. Yeah. I saw pictures. I don't know if they were Photoshopped, but uh, I hope they were. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, uh, what honorable mentions you got, Roman? Oh, man, yeah. Something we could have talked about was Rama One Half. Like, that could go on and on about Rama One Half. That's P- one P- of the first. <laughs> P is for pig and Chan is for cute. <laughs> what, how do you spell it? Rama? Rama? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, R-A-N-M-A. One Half. <laughs> okay. It's from the same uh, artist that does, like, Inuyasha. Uh, yes, they do. Uh, yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those. Those were one. That's one of the first animes. Like I remember being exposed to and thinking, "This is anime. This is funny. This is cute. Oh, boob." Yep, it's it's funny. <laughs> it's cute. It's boobs. It's the whole nine. You got. Um, and I think for today's day, like this would really, really be a good show for people to revisit, especially yeah. now because yeah. everybody, everybody's so fluid in everything that they do. I think it would be good. I think people yeah, that, oh no i for sure know like younger younger anime fans like it definitely resonates with them for certain reasons oh yeah for sure yeah. you should check it out joe i don't want to spoil it but you should check it out okay yeah um and, uh, another uh, since we're going out of the traditional japanese anime the only other honorable mention i would say i would recommend is trese netflix is say that one again trese so it's a filipino yeah. anime uh show just because just because it's it's personal for me because i'm filipino 
and it deals a lot with like something I'm interested in is Filipino mythology. And and again, it's heavily anime influenced. So definitely check that one out. Ooh, it looks it's a bit, good. It's a bit gory. The art is and, pretty. It, yeah, it's dark. It's super dark. But then like it yeah, it deals with a lot of things. Like deals yeah, deals with like Filipino mythology, which is like I and it's good representation. <laughs> I like her bang. Yeah. They definitely and I think they definitely had some like influence from like Sandman nice. and Fairy Tale. Nice. Yeah, really good. Check that out. But that's all I got. That's dope. All right. What do you got honorable mentions, Blue, to wrap us up? Oh, my gosh. I have so many on Inuyasha, uh, Ninja Scroll. Ninja Scroll was, oh. like, one of those movies that brought a lot of people into it. They were like, it's so sexy and so violent and so crazy. And look at these monsters. And, and the fighting is so cool. And the sword play. Uh, Ninja Scroll is a, is a single movie. You can just watch it. Get it over with. It's incredible. The animation is impeccable. And speaking of that animation team, they also did um, another one of my favorite movies, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. Just Vampire Hunter D, period. Like the original, the the newer one with the uh, with Bloodlust. Uh, I mean, oh my gosh, Vampire Hunter D brought a lot of people into the into the fray. I know one of my friends, uh, Derek Derek D Dub Wright. He is a big fan, big fan of that. And um, Gosh, what else? Um, uh, Blue Seed, like I had mentioned earlier, the the, the music slaps. It's a, it's a really interesting story. Um, golly, Magic Knight Ray Earth, another one of those. It came out Ooh. like just after uh, Fushigi Yuji, so I guess it would be like maybe like the second Isekai style, like girls get sucked into the other world and become heroes and stuff and and uh, for some odd reason like the stories are really fucked up and, and you're like dude what what that's the reason why they got brought in like this is what the hell and uh you you go through the whole story and you don't learn about it until like the very 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 end and you're like holy shit like this is fucked up um real good stuff real good stuff uh what else? Gosh, we already said Ghost in the Shell, Slayers. I already mentioned Slayers. We already mentioned Sailor Moon. Yeah, that's it. You know what? Can I say something I'm surprised you haven't brought up, Lou? Which one? Madoka. Madoka? Oh, that yeah. goes right along with... <laughs> Dude, if you watch if you watch, watch Magic Knight Ray Earth, because yeah. if you liked Madoka, watch Magic Knight Ray Earth. Magic Knight Ray Earth was like the, the predecessor to that, and uh, sure. it's... it's I, I wouldn't say it's as horrifying as madoka but it's pretty bad magic night gray earth magic night ray earth oh ray earth yeah it's three girls it's fu umi and hikaru and their armor evolves with them like every time they level up it evolves and becomes like more protective for them it's really sick and their weapons also change it's 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 a really cool premise and then they get like mechs later on and you're like yo what the fuck these are sick like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice i brought i brought up um madoka magica because like i remember that was i remember having us, us having a conversation at work and that was the moment i knew like oh this guy's gonna be my friend yeah he went you <laughs> went into a 30 minute rant about madoka magica try to get me to watch it because i told you i didn't watch it oh and, yeah you, you were in so into that round like oh i love this guy yeah dude it's so good <laughs> it's so good for anybody who hasn't watched it like, like you got to watch it. Like, think Sailor Moon and then just fuck her up. Just fuck her up real bad. Just everything. Just fuck, fuck it all up. Just bad, badly. Just like, you know how life is like. Yeah. You know how life is going good? 
yeah, we'll fuck that up. Just fuck it all. <laughs> and, and that's magical. That's magical girl Madoka. <laughs> just have a really good day and then just a series of bad ones. And then it doesn't get better. It just gets it worse. Keeps getting worse. <laughs> Nice. All right. Well, uh, I don't I don't have any final thoughts like anime style, but I'll throw it to each one of you for final thoughts as we wrap up. Oh, please go first. <laughs> so anime in and of itself has been very prevalent in our society, um, whether you know it or not, from like when the Wookiee and I were kids with, you know, Robotech, the Gotcha Men, um, you know, Voltron, uh, Transor Z and stuff like that. You didn't even you probably didn't even know how much it was influencing you already. And if you're big fans of like Transformers, you know, Thundercats, like I brought up before, uh, Hanna-Barbera took their hand at, at trying that style of animation with the Centurions and uh, Jace, the real uh, Jace and the Wheeled Warriors, stuff like that. That's all inspired, man. All of that. So like. Um, anime is not just for kids. Uh, there were a lot of very serious, like the Voltron series itself is based on another, um, this Japanese show that, and it's sad. People die. Like people freaking died in that, in that show. It wasn't just like a, Oh, look, giant robots and people they're having fun. No, it was, it was pretty serious business. And, uh, it seems like America seems to be the only place that thinks that the animation genre is only for children and it's like not good but then you look at people like daft punk you know who um very strongly uh anime inspired uh they had their whole freaking album oh. basically with with anime inspired characters and stuff you know oh, I didn't yes that. so good i mean you just you just don't know don't knock it till you try it essentially yeah. is what i'm trying to say because there is something for everybody and with something so vastly um, personal, like we like Roman said earlier, you shouldn't probably make a 25 list unless it's your personal list, because there is something for everybody amongst every genre, subgenre and everything in between. Yeah, cool. well said. Roman, you made the mistake uh, of following blue. <laughs> Dude, that was good. <laughs> Dang, I don't have <laughs> as articulate as that, but yeah. I mean, like, I like a real podcast virgin, <laughs> you, you were like, you go first, Blue. And I was like, oh, oh here we go. <laughs> um, same. Yeah, I agree with Blue. Like anime, it's such a it's such a vast and diverse kind of I don't even want to call it a genre style, art style. And it keeps growing and growing. I was just at a convention that's going 20 years strong. And anime is such a big thing. There was no room to move in that place. So that says something about how important anime is to people. And. I don't think it's impossible to contain it to a list of 25. So yeah, make your own list. And if you're if you're not into anime, and you're thinking of getting getting into it, just jump in, find something. There's an anime for everybody, I guarantee it. And there the, and if and there's an anime that someone's not going to like that you love, I guarantee that. But oh, just, if you're passionate about an, of animations in general, of good storytelling, it's not yeah, it's the same as Blue said, it's not for kids. It's way bigger than that and it's not going away anytime soon when i was in yeah when i was taking my animation classes like i remember a teacher telling like seeing me draw a lot of anime style and they, they told me like you got to get away from that anime style like it's not gonna last it's gonna it's a fad it's not gonna go away this is like in 2010 yep <laughs> we're in we're in 2023 and i'm seeing anime everywhere the anime style everywhere and then voltron in avatar that's still going strong mm -hmm. yeah and 
yeah, I tell people don't be if you're in an anime, don't be afraid to don't be afraid to tell people you're in an anime. If you're not in an anime, try like try it. See if you like it. Yeah, again, I guarantee there's something for everybody. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's all I got to say. I think we gave a, a pretty decent list of twenty plus. Yeah. Yeah, to yeah. to try out or see if it tickles your fancy. I mean we could keep going. Like I could I could talk all day. Oh, same. Yeah. Well, you could keep going. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, uh, I I wrung this uh, washcloth very dry with what I had to bring to the conversation. It's, I am the Evangeline, a dry washcloth. <laughs> that is definitely on the two list. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, that wraps up the thing, guys. Do you have uh, any way you want people to check things out or contact you? Go first, Ron. Oh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, all the things at rom underscore cam underscore art. Uh, you can check out my website, romancamposart.com. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah, or you'll see me pop up on the After the Fuzzball page every now and then. Yeesh. Yeah, he, he's so talented. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I... <laughs> I have been so blessed to like get like some of his talent for like cheap and or free, mostly free. <laughs> mostly uh, free when I'm on the toilet. Yeah. Hey, hey, if that's the time I get, that's the time I take. Uh, but yeah, such a such a talented talented artist. You didn't really. I was. We're talking anime. You didn't even talk about your girl. You love to draw, man. Oh, I got a lot of girls love to draw. Oh, it's blue, the blue haired one. Yeah. No. Is Tifa, is she blue? No, Tifa is not. Definitely. I don't know. I'm not the anime guy. Come on. <laughs> I definitely draw a lot of Tifa from Final Fantasy VII, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, lots of lots of really good art. And uh, while, while Blue is highly talented, Roman actually does the work. <laughs> Quite regularly. Yeah, uh, Which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. I say I just have slightly more free time. He's always busy. I have lately, yeah. Like yeah. lately, I actually have that excuse now. Like I am freaking busy. <laughs> I am so freaking busy, like all the damn time. Oh my gosh! Like this Saturday, I gotta go and and see a friend, and we're meeting up for lunch. And then Sunday, I gotta go to Joe's, and we're we're gonna be cleaning up. I don't have weekends anymore. It's yeah. Oh, and when I come back from lunch, then I gotta do a whole D and D session. It's it's bananas. I'm pretty, we definitely gotta we gotta get together and do a drawing session at least, man. Huh? Dude, okay, look, <laughs> uh, I don't I don't have time because I keep setting stuff up like this. Like, yeah. let's do it. We'll we'll invite Brett. We'll have a, a nice draw. We'll yeah. we'll do a drinking draw with some food. It'll be good. I got a smoker. We'll smoke some meat. It'll be great. <laughs> He's always trying to smoke the meat. Let him smoke the meat. <laughs> I'm very good at it. I haven't had I, I yet to get complaints. Yeah, yeah. Blue, blue. His cooking is good cooking. Mm. Just don't take him to the store hungry to make a pizza. Don't <laughs> we'll do absolutely it. Absolutely take him to the store <laughs> to make a pizza. There, you, I, I will have you know, Joe. There's a guy on TikTok now just doing exactly what I did that day, and that's all he's and he's <laughs> making like he's got like millions of views now. I'm so pissed because you guys <laughs> make fun of me about it, and I could have been doing that. I could have just been making fucking pizzas. With nobody all this kept, shit on it, and nobody it's kept you from that. <laughs> and here I am sitting here going, oh, people probably think I'm weird now. And no, no, it's fucking great. He, he made like a, a, right. a fucking 
cheeseburger pizza the other day. You just put a bunch I of mean, cheeseburgers. Bro, we, <laughs> we live in a world where my my nine-year-old is mad at me because he's 100% convinced if my silly voices with the dinosaur puppet were on TikTok that we would be rich. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Dad, share your talent with the world. I'm like, I do it. I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, he wants he wants Stucka, the the dinosaur, to just take the world by storm. There you go. And uh, I'm like, I'm not joining TikTok, kid. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Anywho, uh, Blue, what you got for the reaching out? Uh, catch me on BlueWolfD.com, which will take you straight over to my Blue Wolf D Instagram, where I do art occasionally, although I haven't done it for a long time because, as we already covered, I am a busy, busy man. Uh, I still have all of last year's freaking. Inktober to do. Inktober. I'm, <laughs> I'm still waiting. On, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did it. I, I one, I got to find it again. I, and two, I got to post it. Um, I always oh. use that Roman always does those 30-day challenges and completes them. And, like, you've yet to complete one for me. Whoa, that's not true. There's one completed, completely completed one on there right now. You go look at it. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. To be fair, mine are just chibis. I could do those in, like, 20 minutes. So that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I did like a whole fucking. I did a whole bestiary last time. Um. Anyway, I also want to get in on Kai June. I think that one will be really cool. Make, make a second channel for Kai Blue. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Maybe I'll instead of like hanging out with friends, I'll just get rid of all of that and start Kai Blue. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, you can catch me on there. You can also catch me on uh, Capes and Caverns, which is a superhero-inspired uh, D&D show uh, run by my good friend, Mr. Stephen Thomas. Uh, Stephen Thomas uh, goes by Silver underscore Bulette on Twitch and YouTube. You can catch Capes and Caverns on YouTube there uh, as long as well as our good friends, uh, Autumn Gaberski, who is a fantastic former skipper and amazing human being. She's also a great voice actress. My goodness, the voices that Autumn comes up with, incredible. Um, and of course, my good friend, uh, Cameron Jackson. Cameron Jackson is a playwright, um, a poet, uh, amongst other things, an incredible human being. You can catch them at Cam Jackson. Uh, you can catch all of that at, at the Capes and Caverns. Just go follow it. Uh, you'll see all of our stuff together. It's really fun. And uh, you can watch me do some voices as well, because I do a lot. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. You guys know the things. Uh, Laugh at a fuzzball podcast at gmail.com. Be like Jerry. Send emails at Wookie Riot on Twitter and Instagram. There's other social media things. Uh, what There's the, the blue skies and the spouts and all that. I haven't joined any one of the new ones. I think I'm just waiting to see where the dust settles, what the uh, approved on replacing Twitter thing is before I jump over. Uh, probably dumb because it's better to get it on the ground floor, but I've never been smart with that stuff, so I'll forgive myself. Um, tpublic.com slash user slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball. You want to see some cool stuff that Roman's helped design for me? It's up there. <laughs> and there's other shirts that he either said he wants to work on himself or I was like, hey, <laughs> this is an idea. Could you do that? And he's like, I'll put it on the list. And like you said, the list is unmanageable. Um, I'm wearing the life, the universe, and everything shirt right now. Well, do, did I tell you that I accidentally sent that shirt to my kids in Oregon? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so I... I, I bought the shirt, but because when I get stuff on Amazon, that's how I send gifts to the kids. I didn't uh, pay attention, and I sent it to to my daughter. And, like, she got it and was like, what is this? And she's like, it has to be for my dad. So she sent me a picture, and I was like, oh, sorry. Well, you can keep it if you want to. And she didn't respond. So when I visited my kids in Oregon, she's like, here's your shirt, Dad. And I'm like, you didn't want to keep it? And she's like, I'm good. <laughs> 
So yeah, I have my shirt now. It's here here in the OC, but yeah, it's pretty funny. Right. Yeah, uh, Trin would much rather wear the Demon Slayer shirts than uh, Dad's podcast shirt. That's like ten <laughs> times for them. So what if yeah, I draw you in the Demon Slayer style. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe she would. Now, don't, you already gave me Evangeline. Don't give me that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not adding to your list. I've already, I've already done enough. Oh, I, I'm doing uh, this to myself, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's that art brain. It uh, what else? I think that's all the things. Uh, Laughing up fuzzballs, the Facebook group. Plug, plug, plug. That's the easiest way to get in touch with any of the three of us. Um, and uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. We hope uh, we hope it was worthy of the task set before us. I think we did a good job. I and, did uh, too. Yeah, Roman, I'll give you credit because a lot of people <laughs> when they first come on, it's like a little hard. It, like you can tell the growth of like Corey as he's been on the podcast, or even Jack Talk, you know. So we mm-hmm. just came in and fit in great, bud. I appreciate that. This is fun, and I, I love, I love, I miss both of you, and I love talking to both of this. This is great. Thanks. Nice. We'll we'll have you back on for sure, man. Open invitation, yeah, like you were saying. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll catch you on the flip side. We hope all your anime dreams come true, except for the bad ones, like the the Death Note ones. I hope those don't come true. That'd be bad. Yeah, yeah that's that, that's way sus. So maybe just the happy ones with uh, girls in sailor suits. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. All right, no magic Madoka dreams, just the no, sailor moons. No, no, just sailor moons. Cute, cute and we're gonna leave. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, yes, and uh, orgasmic food for sure. Orgasmic food for sure. <laughs> all right, until the next level of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, it's Roman, super, super talent artist, the Earl of Blueberry, Benjamin Blue for Blue the Fourth, uh, and myself, Tribal Chief Joe the Wookie Riot. Out. Bye bye. Sayonara, as they say in the anime. At least, at least one of them, I'm sure. That one. You know that one? That one. Yeah. Bye. Bye bye, as the chibi girls say. Bye.